Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Wednesday, Albuquerque. You know what that means. Hey, Chris Burnett, get out of production and get in here for a minute. Chris, get in here. Okay. I'm Fred Slow. Van Nunley is here. That's my name. Tyler Lovely is here. He's making the show go around. Chris Burnett's going to sit with us on. It's Chris is going to sit in on segment one with us. We're going to talk a little bit of hoops, obviously. Also, fun announcement from Chris Burnett and I, which he didn't know we were going to make. Chris Burnett and I are having our, not first by any means, but we're having the most important professional meeting we've ever had tonight, Van. <gasps> yeah. As Chris Burnett and I have partnered with Aaron Burnett. A lot of Burnett's. And Joe Singer. And we're making a formal a announcement Burnett. right now. <gasps> what is Not it? a Burnett, Joe Singer. Not a, yeah, Chris, Chris Burnett, I mean, Aaron by, Burnett. By hair? Yes. Yeah, he's a Burnett by it's hair. Burnett. Yeah, Burnett. Joe Singer, who is famously known here in the community as Hobo Hank. Stud. Stud. Absolute stud. The four of us have partnered on an endeavor to where we are bringing professional wrestling back to the city of Albuquerque. <laughs> So we're announcing today we'll have all of our literature out very soon, but our very first live professionally performance will be May the 25th. It is a Thursday at the historic El Rey Theater. We will have monthly Thursday events once a month. That is exciting. On Thursday nights at the historic El Rey Theater. Let's go. Yeah. So exciting. So very exciting. Pro wrestling is back. We have a name. Are we putting the name out yet, Chris? I don't know yet. I mean, do we have a, the logo and everything ready? We, we got to get yeah. a copyright. So, okay. Yeah, Duke City Championship Wrestling. Yeah. Is what DCCC? DCCW. 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 Oh, I do like that. Okay, make sure we get that somehow. DCCW. There you go. Right there. there you go. It's in the name. You pretty excited about this, Chris? I'm very excited. I mean... There's been some local wrestling. Uh, I haven't got to. There was some. There was some. There's, there we go. There, yeah, there was some. Uh, and I think it had a really good following. And I think the people, they just, you know, it's a tough thing to run. And I think they didn't want to run anymore. And, now, and Albuquerque misses having that wrestling here. Right. That was yeah. me and Fred's first date after we met on Grinder. Yeah, went to a pro oh. wrestling event. Yeah. yeah. You're like, you're like, met oh. Hobo Hank. Met Hobo Hank. Manny Lemon. Watch men fly into, uh, you know, a, a big pile of tacks. Why not? I said, Van, uh, it's nice to meet you on Grinder. Uh, how about some man slamming? Mm-hmm. That's what I said. I misinterpreted that, and I took him to wrestling. Uh, that organization no longer with us, RIP. Right. This is a brand-new entity with um, some of the best and biggest and brightest minds of yeah. this world uh, at the top of it. So uh, there's our big announcement. So Duke City Championship Wrestling coming to the historic El Rey Theater. Our premiere very first show will be Thursday, the 25th of May. We are insanely excited about it. Uh, up and coming soon enough, we will have uh, all of our links for tickets and everything. Right. But it will be uh, Thursday nights will no longer be the same here in Albuquerque. Right. It'll be amazing. I mean, you know, Phoenix has it. Denver has it. Yeah. Lubbock, Amarillo, Albuquerque needs to have it. it was our territory. No, you don't need to mention West Texas. Oh, no. yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're not. That garbage part yeah, of the United States of America. They'd sure. say Amarillo. Is that what you said? That garbage part? Is that what yeah. you said? They just bury their cars there. That didn't make right. sense. It's right. stupid. It's not even all the cars, just part of the cars, the rear part of the cars. Amarillo by morning and anywhere else by noon. Yes. Yeah. That's when the place just, is garbage. Always fashion again. Tyler Lovely, you ready to take a bump in the ring? 
Um, a bump in I'm, the ring. Not whoa, 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 whoa. Easy. I mean, I'm, I'm taking bumps near the ring, but are you guys getting in the ring? I'm telling you, are we, are we going to be okay? Uh, the the voice of this production will be myself, Chris Burnett, and mm. then um, a former co-host of this program, Robert Gibson, will be in on that as well. It's so, exciting yeah, stuff. So we're very excited about yeah. that. And then all the local in-ring talent, and then we'll bring in um, bring a lot of guys who have maybe had a prime and other organizations elsewhere in this country, and, and we'll incorporate them into the show, and it should be a lot of fun. Should be. Really and fun. I get the number one gig. What is that? Oil boy. That's again. Mm. Again. What? <laughs> a lot of people in line for that one. Yeah. Behind me. Yes. A lot of people in line <laughs> behind me. Correct. Yeah. It's your question is not oil, sir. Your question is how much oil, sir? Sure. That's <laughs> I'm bringing multiple types of oil. You can choose from a plethora of oils. You when people walk into the historic El Rey Theater for our wrestling show on Thursday, May the 25th. Don't shake my hand. No, do not. It's going to be very oily. But Van is actually, people are going to think you're doing like a reenactment of, uh, what's the one with uh, the Wizard of Oz? The Wizard of Oz. And Van's going to be like, oil can. <laughs> That's like the whole time. <laughs> oil can. Wow. People are going to be like, That's not weird. So we are ready to go on this. We're going to launch our social media and kind of everything this week. So we're excited about that. Absolutely. Uh, so just uh, tune in to Talk ABQ on social media because that's where we're going to make easy access to everything. Tune in to Tinderick Minimum, obviously, on everything. That's where you're going to make access to everything. Oh, yeah. And before we know it, we're going to have a brand to be contended with around this, around the, not just this community in this city, but the, the Southwest. I think we're going to, I think we might be the gold standard pretty quick. That'd be great, man. I mean, for Southwest, then Western United States, then the whole. Yeah. Well, and then get bought out and, and, oh, yeah, and abandon yeah. it forever. Well, buy out Amarillo first it's, off. Okay. Because well, it's got to be cheap. Pennies so, on the dollar. $11 billion. Those losers. Van has just become the director of targeting, and um, it's uh, people mm-hmm. he has uh, rich animosity against or um, just want to bully. Is that our goal here? El Paso well, second. The thing is, I didn't start my day at the YMCA, mm-hmm. but I did participate the afternoon at the YMCA, and big, I'm coming in hot. Big day still. with the YMCA and the um, Mexico United today. Yeah, sweet. They're partnering on a really big ordeal. Is that announceable yet or no? Futsal. You're going to do a little futsal, Chris, over at the YMCA. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. Going in, that sounds fun. Court going in late May. Mm-hmm. Partnership with the YMCA, New Mexico United, not officially, but you heard it here before first. Yes. This is the zeroth announcement. This is uh, episode zero episode of, zero. of futsal, at the futsal at the Y. The uh, thing we're going to do with the Duke City Championship Wrestling is we're going to make it available not just at the Historic El Rey Theater, but but outside of it as well. So we will come to organizations. We'll do fun fundraisers. We we will be hopefully be pretty prominent around town. So so we're excited about it. We're excited to have pro wrestling here in town. Speaking of pro wrestling, this upcoming Saturday night, WWE is at the Rio Rancho Event Center. We will all be there. Oh, 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 Got our tickets in my inbox today, so we're set up for success. Tyler, you coming with us? You too busy? What's no, I'm up? Busy. You already know me. All right, come on now. No Cody Rhodes for you. Yeah, no Cody Rhodes. You know Rhea. Cody Rhodes coming? Rhea Ripley's there. Rhea Ripley. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'll be shooting my shot. The last time she was in Albuquerque, she left her championship title oh, on the right. back of an Uber. Asuka's going to be there? Yeah. Asuka? Hey, Asuka. did you check the Uber history? You see who paid for that Uber? It wasn't you. What? There's Also, there's not a way to check Uber history. You can't just... I could check mine. You want to show me? No. I got the platinum one. You need two tickets on Saturday? What's up? You bringing your lady? Uh, no. <laughs> not She's not a fan of wrestling whatsoever. Did you tell her you have this new endeavor in life? If you run this buyer, right? She, uh, yeah, she's fine with that. She just yeah. doesn't want to go watch like professional wrestling. You're like, you're like hey, first of all, that's what we are that's, presenting. Yeah, that's professional. Literally, she doesn't want to go see wrestling. WWE. They're getting paid. Yeah. 
It's professional wrestling. It's professional. You, you say I, we're not going to use their name on air because yeah. I mean, eventually the time will come when this is a historic document. At the time we made the announcement for Duke right. City Pro Wrestling, and maybe she is or isn't in your life, or maybe she has a different last name at this point, or maybe who knows where your world could go. Right. But the point I'm trying to get to is this: this exact point right here. Hey, hon, I just met these guys, and we like talking on the microphone, so we're going to start a pro wrestling organization. <laughs> just, is that how you pitch that? No. So we are excited. Oh, <laughs> no, no. Well, go on. Okay, so from the live chat, sorry about this. The Facebook live stream is all messed up. I got it fixed. What did you do? Well, it's obviously it was you. It's always you. So, historic El Rey. Thursday, third Thursday of every month is what we're shooting for. Duke City Championship Wrestling. Joe Singer, Hobo Hank is going to kind of be like the talent behind this whole thing. He's yeah. going to bring in some of the best dudes around. And we're going to put it on. We're going to have it where it's going to be broadcast, correct? It is. So this up, the first one won't be. So the right. first one is that it's going to be like a fun proof of concept. Sure. We're going to see, because we, we legitimately feel that we'll bring five 600 people out to this thing every week. Oh, yeah. Every month. And the idea behind that is, uh, can we handle it? What's Absolutely. the capacity at El Rey? We think we can get six in. I would well, say, I say six. Yeah. I would say the capacity is probably around 1,200, 1,100 maybe. Well, with a big-ass wrestling ring, no. My, my question is, is... Will somebody eventually go off of the balcony through a table or something? Is there a number higher than a thousand percent? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> thousand and ten. I mean, I, I'm not condoning anyone doing that, but when will it happen? Is what I'm wondering. No. Chris, <laughs> the mayor of downtown Burnett, is not condoning that. I do anyone not condone do that. that whatsoever. Yeah, also, do not do that. Although. Van, on the other hand, <laughs> condones and encourages that behavior. We're either going to become famous or infamous, but either way, we're there. We're super Absolutely. There. Something's so going to happen. We're excited about that. Um, the, the thing about this endeavor, and by the way, big thank you to the state of New Mexico, because there's a lot of legality and stuff to this mm-hmm. that we had to do to make happen. Uh, great effort by the State Athletic Commission. Like they're, they're a big deal to me. They did an incredible job. So them being in support of this is, is a big deal to us. But, Chris, you've been here a long time. I've been here about five years. Mm-hmm. I think the last time we had established pro wrestling here in town was 2019. Is that right? It, that, mm, I would say it's probably 2017 or 18, maybe. Oh, is it that long ago? Yeah, because yeah, I remember the guys that did it, they just, you know, they, they you know, got families, had kids. It wasn't because it wasn't bringing people in. Right. They just, yeah, they, they shut it down. It wasn't because of the pandemic. It wasn't any of that. So they just could, couldn't do it anymore. So, so clamoring, man, that's what I just heard. People are clamoring. Yeah. For good so oh yeah i mean i've I've had a hard time keeping this under wraps you know because if if it gets out then you know there's there's the accountability there's, oh <laughs> there's a lot of new mexico wrestling pay you know a couple of facebook groups that we've yeah. blown it all over the place so well get ready yeah here, here comes, we go here comes the title wave yeah. so we are excited obviously it's not a two men on production uh specific but adjacent i mean yeah. obviously we'll be strongly involved um all the familiar faces that you laugh so very much with us here they will be involved in that as well i van do we bring tyler out or what's up i mean he's he kind of stiffs us on like everything yo who do you think is going to be jumping off the balcony <laughs> <laughs> tyler's what i've heard tyler's been hitting the gym oh man oh is that true he's that getting is, his wrestling bod this guy jim you keep hitting i've been <laughs> i've been jimming i've been jimming jimming hey, jimming I've been gymming. I mostly use the push-up board, but I've been gymming. What's a push-up board? You have a board that makes better push-ups. Like, with the, the multicolored thing with the pegs? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you talking about the half-inflatable ball thing? He's been pegging, Fred. Oh. oh. Pegging. Yeah. pegging and hitting gym? I'm on my Peggy Sue right now. It's pegging gym. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Can you do a shooting star press? That's a good question. Oh. 
What's that? Googling what that is first. Okay. And okay. What page of the Kama Sutra is that one? I'll explain it and you just do it. It is also today the 34-year anniversary of Rey Mysterio's professional debut in professional oh, wow. wrestling. We'll talk about that later in the program because he was able to use this milestone as a fun way to talk about mental health. And uh-huh. I was very impressed by him Love doing that. that. We'll do that in the 6 o'clock hour. We're here all the way to 7, boys. Let's go on that. <laughs> when we get back, we're going to touch base on the Lakers. It was a... Um, Craziest basketball game I ever saw last night? Craziest basketball game? Absolutely bonkers. We'll break that one down. Also, Mike Conley is a dude. There's a lot of reasons to say he's not. I can't can't allow that talk today. It's not his fault. It's not your fault. Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. Oh, this is a good one. That's what the Lakers did in the second half last night. They came to play. They did not go to play in the first half. No. 505-246-0610. We don't give up the number enough. I know I got feedback on it from the from the corporate overlord. Sports Animal Hotline, Sports Animal Text Line. Text the show. 505-246-0610. Text the show. Give us your feedback on the Lakers last night. Uh, the only thing that mattered in the whole universe last night was the Los Angeles Lakers. Tried to told you. I thought it was going to be um, more of a thing. I thought it was going to be Lakers super one-sided. I thought I'm looking at the squads, and I'm like, Mm-mm. these squads is better. The Lakers in the first half were like, did we start yet? <laughs> is this one started? We're chasing 11, boys. It's the half. We're chasing 11. Got them right where they wanted them. Minnesota had the highest scoring quarter, which was the second quarter. And then in the quarter that mattered mattered most, the fourth quarter, they only put four points on the board. There were a lot of pivotal moments. What jumped out to you, Chris, about this one? First off, friends of the show, sorry, Mr. Burnett. Friends of the show, you're welcome. Told you Lakers money line. You did. Minnesota and the points. Mm-hmm. I made up for the college basketball national championship. Oh, God, we're even, guys. You've never been more bad at something than we were at that. Go on. <laughs> so, I I was going to bed and I went. I you know I clicked it on just to see, and I was like, oh wow, they're down a lot. This was like probably yeah beginning of the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Woke up this morning and I was like, oh, what happened to the game? And I and I was totally shocked. Overtime. I mean, LeBron, thirty points. I mean, he was there. 45 minutes he played in this one, 12 of 21, shooting three for six from the three, and the biggest one that could have been made, he made. He is 38 years old, boys. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I mean, do you see him in another finals? Yes, this year. This year, huh? Hey, and if you're Charles Barkley, or if you're any of those dudes out there right now, they're like, we ain't in the bubble. You ain't been watching. Yeah. This team was like, we got to do what at the end of the year to get in? We got to hit this exact many to get into the playoff? Cool, we're into the one-gamer, which yep. is actually a two-gamer, but you guys get what I'm saying. Right. Cool, we're in. And then what did they do? What did they do after that? They said, oh, we, we just got to come back and win this one in the second half? Just come back and win it. Anthony Davis did not look like a clown, except he looked like a clown with .01 seconds left. You can have no fewer seconds left in a game, Van. Oh, my right. God. And Mike Conley Jr. is standing in a horse shot from the corner. That is a shot in the game of horse. That's the shot you take when you're up four letters. H-O-R-S, and you're like... Hey, I'll watch this. Yes. I'll even shoot it left-handed. And, my, and also, and I'm not Anthony Davis-sized boys, but I'm gigantic. 
Mm-hmm. You know how hard it is to stop your body when you're running as fast as you can at someone with your arms up in the air, flailing like, like uh, what's the name of Popeye's girlfriend? Olive oil getting chased by that weird brute dude. That is what is up with Anthony Davis going after Mike Conley. And then he just can't stop his dumb body. Runs into old boy. He's got a chance at three of them. And he put ice in his veins. Mike Conley was like, look at me. The whole There were 14 million people looking at him. He's like, I got it. No problem. These ones are free, guys. They're called free. I'm going to make them all. Just blow me away. With the, the pull pressure of the whole season on your yes. shoulders to drain three. Like a champ. On the road. Yeah. Could you can you imagine what Lakers fans were yelling at him? The horrible things that they were saying about Michael Conley Jr.'s lovely mother. I'm assuming yeah. she's lovely. Michael Conley. All the worst things you could think of about some human being's mother. This, this Laker sound, fans were yelling it at him. This doesn't sound like the Lakers fans I know. And he drained them. <laughs> All three of them. Boy, speaking of draining three, yes, go ahead. That's the only reason Minnesota was even in this game. Mm-hmm. Is him? What he's five of six for three Very in the good. first half. Very good. That's the only reason that they were in this. The Lakers dominated the game, except for Michael Conley Jr.'s three-point shooting. The Lakers did not dominate the game until the final eleven minutes, though, Van. Because I'm watching this thing. I'm watching it not with you, but like in spirit with you as you're watching it. The Timberwolves only scored seven points in the final 11 minutes, a possibility to score points. And Lakers fan who wants to yell at opposing player all the time and tell you how LeBron sucks and these guys are only worried about cheering and Anthony Davis is soft because he didn't applaud whenever LeBron scored the all-time winningeth point in the history of the game, blah, blah, blah. Laker fan was like, is this defense? What? Where do, they still, we have defense now? That was Lakers fan last night in the last 11. Well, the problem was Coach Ham and his little uh, dry erase board, it took him 37 minutes. Smart. 37 minutes to be like, defend the Michael Conley Jr. 3. <laughs> he just wrote it in all caps. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, well, that's way better. Yeah, this number guy? Okay. Yeah. And then Anthony Davis took that a little too seriously. Yeah. The .01 seconds left. He's like, like this, Coach? 26. Well, not not like that. 26 assists through the first three quarters, only four assists in fourth quarter and overtime for the Timberwolves. Do they win if they got a full squad? No. No? No, I think, no. The, I think the Lakers have the momentum at this point now. No way. No. I mean, they don't. Carl Anthony Towns did everything that Rudy Gobert would have done from the center. They didn't need him. He's, he was extraneous. It was a stupid trade in the first place. They already got a good big guy. Mm -hmm. You don't need another big guy. He can already do the same thing that Rudy Gobert can do, plus score. Conley kind of had one of those moments where he was like, hey, Gobert's not here, and I took that personally. Mm. He felt that way, didn't he, last night? Picked it up. Picked it up. On fire, clutch free throws, brilliant on the defensive end. You were talking about the three-point game. Everyone else on the T-Wolves, I guess I'll just defecate myself. How do you feel when you go back to the locker room and you've, you've pretty much picked the team up on your back and, and you still lose and you, the rest of your teammates just did nothing? Well, here's the rest of the teammates, what they were doing is they are going to the locker room and just punching holes in the wall and comparing how big the holes were trying to show off to each other because oh. that's what kind of loser squad that was outside of Mike Conley Jr. Well, I mean, in his defense, the guy that got punched 
Kyle Anderson had 13 dimes. Like he distributed well. Yeah, but he had no threes. Because his eye was swollen up. He couldn't look at the basket and shoot, but he could find the blue jerseys. I don't like that. <laughs> he didn't get punched in the face. I'm about to say this one, though. Is the last five minutes of regulation and overtime maybe the worst basketball you guys have ever seen? Is that part of a conversation? A little sloppy. It's usually pretty rough, yeah. You're always like, okay, they're going to score a lot of points. Nope. Turnover. Turnovers. The backcourt violation. What? Fouls. What? I'm looking at these squads. I'm like, what, are we, what is going on here? Yeah, it's exhausted at that point. They probably. see uh, Jason Tatum's response to LeBron James' tweet. So LeBron, blah, 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 blah. I didn't say it. We back, we in the playoffs, watch out, whatever. The king has risen, hashtag something stupid. Then Jason Tatum's like, Maybe it's an Easter. you played 48 minutes, old man. Go to bed. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, that, those are a lot of words for somebody in the play-in tournament that, you know. Yes, who barely snuck not, in. Not four, not five, not yeah. six, but seven. Oh, I love that. Yeah. How sweet it is that Jason Tatum's on that level, though, because you know him and LeBron are solid. You know that. No How can they? You not don't be? say that if you're not. No. Also, he could have done that one. Go to bed. Old. You know, you know that fake headline you always see, like on a newspaper, where it's like a. Despite the Lakers' best efforts, they were victorious tonight against the. <laughs> you could do that move. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of, and we're going to talk a little bit about it later. I'm a big fan of NBA Twitter. Oh yeah, NBA Twitter is better than NBA. Yeah, I like because when these dudes uh, also I'll be really fair again, like and I'm not trying to talk about Latrell or Gilbert Arenas or these specific guys, Rudy Gobert's. But I feel like it's all in like the right energy. I feel like it is. If they if if the Lakers had one half of one D'Angelo Russell, the game isn't close. You feel that way? He stunk it up unlike any other player in a clutch game. Maybe like one for ten. I feel like the NBA is like the only like uh, major league sport that the players call out the announcers. They call out the everyone, the, the talking heads. They're like, you know, did you guys see this Dinwiddle, uh, Kyle Kuzma stuff today? No. Oh god, you guys messed up so bad. Oh, it's so I, good. I saw it. It's oh, yeah. so good. Yeah. This Dinwiddle cat, Dinwiddie, Dinwiddie. Yeah, Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie. He's on this. Um, what are one of these betting websites? Okay, like bogus TV shows that aren't real. And he's like, uh, some some Kyle Kuzma sucks. <laughs> Kyle Kuzma is like, he's like, what I currently have on my Twitter feed is a bunch of receipts. Mm-hmm. Read them. Mm-hmm. Goes, oh, we'll go over this mm-hmm. at length. I love this stuff. So the Lakers are going to play Memphis. Tyler, we're going to stretch this segment out just a little bit. I'm going to keep going basketball. The Lakers are going to play Memphis. This is the 23rd different team that LeBron James has faced in the playoffs, surpassing Derek Fisher. This is now the record for the most different teams facing the playoffs in an NBA career. Let's go. Let's go on that. And they're not there. Congratulations. I'm kind of torn because, you know, I don't mind seeing the Lakers win, but I also really want to see Memphis win because I want to see the grudge match that is Memphis-Golden State because they just really seem to hate each other. <sighs> Everyone hates Golden State. As Memphis, they should. Memphis really seems to be, like, their, like, team that just really want to fight. They want to. They they want to talk back and forth to each other. Culturally speaking, San Francisco and Memphis, that's greasers and socias. Kind of yeah. different vibes. <laughs> like, yeah. Who was the first team LeBron play, ever played in the playoffs? Do you know this, boys? No. Washington Wizards in 2006. Isn't that crazy? Is that a, was Gilbert Arenas there at that point, the Wizards? Uh, Yeah, what it had to be. Huh? What it had to be. Because that was the years that LeBron had – Garbage all around him. Larry Hughes, 
He had um, he had garbage around him until he went to Miami. <laughs> right. Oh, there's a lot of his dudes. whole team. Yeah. What was the dude's ha- name with the hair? Number seventeen. Anderson Varejao. Thank you. Oh. I think, no, hey, don't thank me. Thank the depths of my brain because I didn't think I could come up <laughs> oh, with it. I had, I'm like, I have no idea who that is. He was, uh, he had a look to him. He oh, was man. not good. Oh. Yeah, those teams were not great. Yeah. I can't, I can, I could probably not name eight Cavaliers on my, you know, at all anyway. Just in the history of the franchise. Oh, I could. Yeah. You would end up, like, you'd end up with weird ones, but I yeah. could. So if they win, the Lakers, and I'm going to be this guy right now, when they win, he'll play the Kings, and then that'll put him at 24. Wow. 24 different squads in the playoffs? <sighs> Sorry to break it, Sacktown. Don't do it. Don't. I swear to God, dude. Don't. T- why? There's like a shine. You don't have to take the shine off right now. Steph Curry can, in the playoffs. Ah, ah, you did it. Steph Curry in the playoffs. You took yeah. the shine right off? Steph Curry in the playoffs. Lakers will go to the Western Conference Championship, says the Sports Animal chat line on the live stream. He misspelled NBA. NBA Championship is where they're going. Hmm. I don't hate that. Booby Gibson was absolutely on that team. That's from the Sports Animal text line, 505-246-0610. No Steven Adams. If you're trying to go to WWE with us this weekend, reach out to the program, 505-246-0610. Shoot us a text. we got a fun little suite where we're going to bring us and a grip of our closest friends of the show. We're going to enjoy that. If you're not on the list, get on the list, 505-246-0610. <laughs> that game last night, Tyler, I got us after this, I promise. That game last night, It's so much better than regular season basketball. Like watching regular season basketball, like we, we joked a lot about the Dallas Mavericks who lost, what was it, nine of the last 11 or whatever it was. Yeah. And, and they lost most of them by one possession and they gave up over 120 points in like all those games. And me and you were just like, they suck. They're terrible. That really every game's close. Right. But, but we're talk show hosts. So we're like, the worry. Yeah. Kyrie's a cancer in the locker room. And, and, t- and actually, he's been a really good fit. And, like, there hasn't actually been any problems off the court, and they just don't have the supporting cast around him. Mm-hmm. But but we're like, Dallas, you mean sucks? Like, that's us. Yeah. This was that. Am- Every one of their games last night. Amarillo East. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm watching. I'm like, and I have a big TV, boys. Like, I have a huge TV, right? It's too big for your space. It's literally too big for my like condo. You shouldn't turn your head to watch television. Is it, o- is it over 80 inches? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. It's too big. And it's on this wall. So I stood up. I stood up to watch it. And I was like, LeBron's head is as big as my head. I was like, <laughs> I was like I'm into this game. As good as basketball could have possibly been last night. Might be, might be as good again tonight. The problem with tonight is, is it, one more. Yeah, but it doesn't have the Lakers. That's the thing, right? Because you got to have the Lakers. Because, hey, Bulls-Raptors, cool. Yeah. To me, the Bulls should have been better than what they were. They should be in a better spot right here. But if you're like, hey, Fred, will you do me a favor and put put a little bit of interest into the Thunder and Pelicans? I will say no. No Zion? No, I will not do that. No Zion? Who cares about the Pellies with no Zion? Who cares? Right. Who's ever cared about the Thunder? I mean, when Durant Thunder? and uh, uh, Westbrook were there, I mean, they were a big deal. And then once they left, no. Oh, that, was, that was 15 years ago. Yeah. It wasn't 15 years ago. It wasn't? 
No. I'm about to look something up real quick. Yeah. I'm gonna Sh- Shy Gilgamesh Alejandro. He's fun to watch. Whatever his name is. Did I get it right? Is that his it's, name? Uh, something Alexander. Shy Alexander. She... Yeah. Giggle Fest. Yeah, something like that. American Airlines? Is that it? It's pretty close. Okay. That guy's good. I'm looking up Kevin Durant here. OKC. Kevin Durant's last year at OKC was 2015-16. Okay. That's forever ago. That's a long time, yeah. They haven't been good since. No, they've not been good since. They're not good. No. But what is his name? Jai, Jai Alexander, something like that. Sucks. When I was in college, I was at Washington State the year that the Supersonics left Washington. Oh, sad day. Oh, man. It was sweet. They had great jerseys. It's a shame. They had super good jerseys. Yeah, it's great jerseys. It's great kits. Good kits. Mm-hmm. You know, there's going to be a new Major League Baseball team. We'll talk about that in the program today. Allegedly. I'm just telling you. Bulls-Raptors tonight. I don't know if you get me to turn on the TV at 5 o'clock. I don't know if you do. Thunders-Pelicans. Definitely must not see TV. Miss me with that. Miss yeah. Me with that. When's the next Lakers game? Not soon <laughs> enough. <laughs> I guess technically it's Saturday, right? Is that right? Allegedly. Yeah, they would play the Grizzlies on Sunday. So it'd be Sunday. Because everything else starts Sunday. Saturday. Yeah, yeah, Sunday. So the first one. Day is, Gamer. Those are the, hey, Sunday Day Gamer ones? Oh, my God. That's the primetime spot. I'm going to love perfect. watching this. I'm going to watch it from the golf cart. With your phone? Stoked. No, with the uh, satellite television in the golf cart. That's real? You got Bluetooth. Run the oh, blue tubes. Wow. Got the blue tubes. What what country club are you a member of that I don't I'm know kidding, about? Man. Mars. What? <laughs> They're Teslas. This is not a muni course you're talking about. Oh, no. Where are you? Hey, are you a member of someone we don't know about? I'm you a get, member of a lot of things you don't know about, Fred. Like what? I can't talk about it on here. Right. I wouldn't be a member for long. Any organization that wants to have you as a member, I don't want to know more about. Smart move. Chris, you got any weird memberships? You in the NRA or anything? I am not. No. I mean, I'm a member of the press club. That's about all. Same. Same. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about that one. Tyler, you a member of the press club? No. He's a member of the depressed club. Ooh. I'm a member of some AA groups. That's, well. That's a start. I'd be a contributor. Yeah. Yeah. Like frequent flyer miles, American Airlines. Is that what it is? I have a rapid rewards number. You get like the ten percent off cocktails. You get the, the lounge. lounge. They put you in the lounge. Can can I? You get have, two bags of snacks. Can I have some of your miles? Is that a thing? <laughs> <laughs> can I can I slump in from I my think, from my my Prius, my dog saving Prius? I think technically I can buy someone else a ticket with my miles. Also, with my rapid rewards thing, I can buy miles at a discounted rate for actual dollars, and then buy tickets. With my miles. It's a racket. Fred, I'm going to send you this link. It's called Rapid, not Racket. It's a Boca Raton link. I'm going to send you Nice. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. All right, give me the real answer, boys. Give me the real answer. No jokes. Kenny Lofton Jr. ate Kenny Lofton Sr. Is that... How many NBA basketball games did you watch this regular season? Two. It was in single digits. Yeah, right? Yeah. I don't think I want to miss a single one in the playoffs. It's crazy to me how much that changes. 
Every this is every year though. Every year it's like this, and I almost know that like I don't care about the regular season. I don't. Are there too many teams in the playoffs? I guess not because I love it all. Sure. I guess it's perfect. I love the play-in tournament. That's that's awesome, man. Man, I think I hate it. Really? No, I didn't last night. I'm into it. I think it's really smart. Win or get in. Loser the first game gets one more chance at home. I think it's really smart, really exciting. Yeah. Kind of kind of gets everybody excited to start the playoffs mm-hmm. for the next couple months. Look at us right now. We talked a lot of Lakers because of all the drama this year, but how often have we talked about a basketball game? Since last year's playoffs, right? We haven't talked about a basketball game. Well, I mean, we've talked basketball adjacent I mean, stuff. Yeah, I mean, mental health stuff. We yeah. talked about players fighting. Yeah, we've talked about players getting arrested, injuries. We talked about injuries. Yeah, we talked about trades. We didn't analyze a game. We did not. No, that's what I'm saying. College, yeah. But I, and I mean this. I'm not trying to be lazy as a sports broadcaster. I cannot dedicate my life to watching NBA games. No, in a city without an NBA team. No, yeah, that's very true. Now, now I will. Yeah, I'll watch them all. Let's go. The NBA is better when the Lakers are there. Duh. Lakers. Oh yeah. Los Angeles. Don't care about Showtime. That. LeBron James. What about the Lakers and the Celtics? Like Celtics on one side, Lakers on the other. That'd be That's sweet. the dream dream That'd matchup. Sweet, yeah. yeah. Always. That's what I'm rooting for. It has to happen this year. That's what I'm rooting for. <laughs> what if the Lakers and predicting? What if the Lakers go up against the Celtics in the finals, and LeBron James comes out not in a number six jersey, but a number forty eight jersey? The number of minutes he played last night, <laughs> and then he looks across half court at Jason Tatum, and he tells him that he's his father. He says, Jason. I mean, he is. He's everyone's father. He's LeBron James. He's everyone's father in the NBA. Father of modern basketball. He's the prototype. He's also the father of future basketball. Until next year, we'll, Victor Wimbayama will be the prototype. This is the first year. BVW. Before Victor Wimbayamanum? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you're, a Wimbayama. You're a terrible whistler. It's crazy to me how... I'm an above-average whistler. You are not. I'm a solid six whistler. All right. I can't do the, the one in the mouth. Can you do the one in the mouth? Of course I can. can. But I'm on the radio. What? Lean back a little bit. Lean back. Slow motion for me. Slow motion for me. It's crazy to me how at the end of the year, you could be the worst team in the NBA and not have a chance to get Victor Wembyama. <laughs> Like the worst team in the year, they have what, like a 15% chance of getting the first overall draft? 14. Is that what it is? Three teams have a 14% chance. They all suck so bad. And then a team like Dallas is like, hey, listen, lose. Yeah. So we have a 4% chance. I don't know if that's correct. It's got to be close. I guess 4%. Yeah. 10th. 10th is 4%, and 14th is like half a percent. But there's a, I mean, they definitely, it's happened, doesn't it? I mean, Orlando got two first picks in a, like two years in a row. Are you talking about Shaq and Penny? Yep. That's collusion. That's different. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's true. You familiar with blue chips? Patrick Ewing stuff? <laughs> yes, I am. Okay, one, two, three are 14%. So that will be Detroit, Houston, San Antonio. Okay. They all have a 14% chance. Then it goes team four, 12%, 10%, 9%, 7.5%, 4.5%, Weird. 1.8, 1.7, also weird. 
one percent, half of a percent. Are they still doing the ping pong balls? Yeah. God, dude, that is so cool. Yeah, I'm into that so much. Well, I mean, everybody says when they did the the card that they froze one and then yes. it's in there and he felt it. That's the controversy. I think that's real. I think that was a real thing that happened. I'm kind of starting to lean that way. <laughs> it's like your grandma doesn't care about the NBA, but she loves the ping pong ball draw. Yeah. Hey, Manfred, I'm going to go watch the lottery at Howie's tonight. The I don't care at all about competitive fairness, literally at all. Okay, good. I care a lot about compelling entertainment, and the entertainment or the NBA gives that to me all the time. Sure. Way better. Special guest joining us on the program where we get back. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back to the show, friend of the show. Welcome to the show, friend of the show. CJ Chavez, let's go. Yeah, baby. CJ, how you doing, brother? You got him piped up there, Tyler? CJ, how are you, brother? Hey, bud, how are you guys doing? You guys doing all right? I had such, yeah. I had such a good introduction before Tyler went and ruined the whole thing. Oh, my God. <sighs> Make $12 an hour. That's, that's, <laughs> CJ Chavez joining us, Evolve Strong. Van has been getting strong at Evolve Strong, Evolve Strong. Dot com van is just 10 short days out from the uh the big showcase let's go van that's what's up baby let's go cj what is uh did you already pick out an outfit for van to wear or do i need to do i need to go down to victoria's secret and get him some you know i i give the creative spirit over to van i <laughs> I, I believe that he is a man of his word and will impress inspire and awe <laughs> i got some big plans for the event yeah, i did a couple months of bulking a lot of protein, a lot of extra calories. Uh, now it's time to cut. Now it's time to get svelte, baby. Tighten up. There's a, what's that Jason Jason Momoa said one time, CJ, I don't know if you're familiar with this, during Aquaman, he had to like work out, and obviously they don't have a lot of rules on how they work out or wherever they take or whatever. So he was, uh, he was like, hey, right before we had to film some stuff, he said I would drink a Guinness because the sugar in the Guinness would make my, like, my veins pop. And I'm like, I'm like, this is all a trick. Like Van is getting actually healthy, CJ. Like, like talk about like his advancements. Talk about like because he doesn't look like a piece of crap anymore. Pretty sweet. Yeah, you know, you know, it's the power of consistency. And so Van, you know, when he first started this journey, and when we talked about this, you know, in the partnership moving forward, he uh, he dedicated you know thirteen, fourteen weeks of hard work, and you know, for the most part, he stuck with it. And you know, even with life's challenges, and you know, obviously, you guys travel the world. In regards to, you know, promoting different uh, sports events and, and you're participating in these as celebrities. And so even in the real world, still Van, you know, took, took the bull by the horns and he took control of his health and wellness. And even with life, he made progress. So very proud of Van. Very proud. Well, thank you so much for that. And, you know, you, you mentioned some things, you know, dedication consistency like anybody can be motivated and get inspired for a short burst but the important part is dedication because it's been a month a few months since we started this process you know uh fred and i you know and you know the crew the boys we've been to the super bowl since we started we've we've been to wrestlemania and the royal rumble since we started this process we've been to spring training we've done other events uh i have pulled a muscle in my back I have twisted my knee. I've had to take some time off for being sick, but still like bouncing back and being dedicated enough to finish this process and getting results. What can you talk a little bit about the people who started 
the rise of the Phoenix three months ago and what it's going to look like in 10 short days? You know, we have, you know, a great, great crew here. It's a smaller, intimate affair this year just because of economic times, but we always put on a great show. And so the individuals that are performing and getting on stage, the average weight loss has been um, anywhere between 20 to 30 pounds. What? Uh, one of the gentlemen has now hit almost 45 pounds. Uh, he's a young, his name is Shane. Um, he's down, I think he started at about 38% body fat. I think he came in yesterday at 20%. So this is not your traditional fitness show. You know, I'm, I'm an OCB pro. I've, I've gotten my pro card, and uh, I know what it takes on that, that field. But this is a group of individuals, of like-minded individuals, that have dedicated themselves over the last 13, 14 weeks here at Evolve at our community. And what we do is we celebrate their successes on stage. We tell their stories um, and then we do their before pictures, after pictures. Uh, they go ahead and, you know, Lessons is our, our media sponsor. And so they go and get a professional video done about their experience. Um, and then obviously we have the one and only Van as Hello. one of our major entertainers this year. And so, you know, it, it's one of those celebratory, fun, extravaganza events. It's it's um, something that is, is never seen throughout the United States, and it's, it's not necessarily competitive. Even though it is, you know, we do award first, second, and third places in the division. This is more a celebration of their successes. So, you know, the mission of Evolve is to inspire wellness, and this show itself exemplifies that. It's, it's the rise of the phoenix, right? Uh, CJ, you, you talk about as to not get burnt out you got to have those cheat days. You got to treat yourself. You don't deny yourself what you want in your day to day life. You stay dedicated. You take care of yourself. Uh, what's the dinner going to be like? Is it just going to be all fried food and sugar and like banana boat ice cream sandwiches? What's this thing going to look like? No, I'm going to tell you. You got you got a couple. You got a couple bottles of, of wine on the table. You got a bucket of beer. You got. You know, great chips and salsa with dips. You got some. You got some great stuff on the table and some good giveaways. Um, we we I, life is not worth living without a beer, a cookie, a cupcake. It, it's, it's just not worth living, gentlemen. This is not about you know those Instagram models that pretend you know they're perfect. This is not. This is real life. But I do have to say, guys. We only get one body. We only get one chance at this. And, you know, my dad died of the last 10 years of my dad's health was pretty, pretty worse, pretty bad. Died of diabetes, heart disease. And that last 10 years, his quality of life was just horrible, right? So, you know, we're not going to get instantaneous results going into a gym today. But what I'm working on is the quality of life that I have as I age. That's really the benefit that I look forward to. Very similar to, like, an investment account, right, gentlemen? Um, you're not going to make a million dollars if you deposit a dollar in your investment account tomorrow. But you know over time that compound effect really, really helps grow your, your um, retirement. And that's the idea that you have in regards to fitness. And no matter how many times you fall off the wagon or you do go to the Super Bowl or you go to these large events, you know, drink, eat, be merry, be celebratory. Food and drink should be celebratory. Life should be fun and awesome. But you also have to dedicate that time to this one vessel that we have, which is our body. And really just 15 to 20 minutes a day of movement and during the week, moderate your diet. Don't eat like you eat on the weekends during the weekday. But then, you know, just be really cognizant about it. I think, you know, that really is what people have to focus on. It doesn't have to be difficult.
CJ, a lot of people are complaining about the temperature today in the studio. The air conditioner is working just fine. The problem is Van wore a tight black T-shirt. Oh That's what's going gosh. on. 505 <laughs> 872 or info at EvolveStrong.com, CJ Chavez. Thank you so much, brother. Hey, guys, thank you, and I look forward to uh, having you there, Van, all right? Cheers, brother. See you soon. Missed you at the Gladiators game. Have a good day, guys. Bye-bye. Top of the hour, whenever we get back. Is there a new Major League Baseball franchise? Mm. All signs point to yes. We'll tell you more about it after this. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program, 5 o'clock. If it's your quitting time, thank you for giving us your time. Yeah. 505-246-0610. Call or text the program. We're opening the phone lines up today. Is that right, Chris? Is that what we're doing? We got the phone lines open? We have the phone lines open. Okay, cool. That's a nice thing to do. You know well, what? I was told to do it. I'm going to be real honest. Because it was up to me. I just hear my own voice the whole time. And I'd love it. Text the program, 505-246-0610. Texters going wild today. Thank you for everyone included in those conversations. Here's a conversation. There's brand new baseball teams coming. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Allegedly. What? I just read it. It's brand new ones. Salt Lake City says, we got a um, we got a new team coming. We're Salt Lake. We're the beautiful city of Salt Lake. You know what would be a good name for a team for a place with a lot of lakes? What's that? The Lakers. Oh, I like that. That would be a good name of a team. Okay. Is that the new baseball team? The Lakers? Should be. I don't hate it. A Salt Lake City consortium. Is that right, Chris? Consortium? What does that mean? What is a consortium? I have no idea. Have you ever heard of that? Turn your mic up just a little bit, Chris. Have you ever heard of that, Van? It is a group of individuals with one common cause, consortium. Oh. Did you look that up or did you know that? I word. Led by former owner of the Utah Jazz, plans to make, excuse me, plans to pursue a Major League Baseball franchise in the coming years, touting the area's population growth, strong economy, baseball history, blah, blah, blah. All right. Where do you want me to start? Look, Salt Lake City. Yep. You can't just say, yeah, have a baseball team. It's not up to you. It's very Mormon of them. Major right? League Baseball can do that. Just because you got dirt on the world now, because you own the genetic information on everybody. On everyone. Just because everyone's 23andMe and Ancestry.com yep. are all owned by the Mormon church, the church of the latter day I want a baseball teams. That's correct. Just because this is a fact doesn't mean you could just say you want a baseball team. Not- That's not how it works, Utah. Sorry for yelling. That's all right. I will never, ever root for the Salt Lake Brigham Youngs. You think that's what the name's going to be? What else is going to be? Salt Lake Underwears? Salt Lake Battalion? Magic Underwears. Like, what is it going to be? What's it going to be? I mean, the Jazz doesn't really fit Salt Lake, but that's because they moved from New Orleans. Well, yeah, I mean. We do that. We do that shtick right before NBA season every year on this program. (laughs) How stupid NBA names are. Needs to be a giant shuffle. From the Sports Animal live chat on the live stream, the Salt Lake Sister Wives would be a good name. Strong. That would be a good name. Yeah. I don't hate it. I also hate the idea of this baseball team. Okay. The Texture's on fire. Keep going. One team should move to Salt Lake. One team should move to Las Vegas. We got the Sinners and the Saints. 
Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I like that one. Okay. Good job, Texture. There are some cooler cities than Salt Lake, like a lot cooler cities. You guys ever been to Nashville? You put Major League Baseball in Nashville? Does Nashville have a consortium? I assume. <laughs> they have a grand old consortium. Uh, it's super nice. Go to Nashville. A lot of people always say Portland for stuff. Obviously, I think Portland sucks more than anywhere I've ever been on Earth, so I will never say Portland. But there are cities that would just do better than Salt Lake. Salt Lake is the worst city. Portland's a lot better now that the um, the county sheriffs disappeared all those hippies. Look into that, conspiracy guy. They did not disappear them. Oh, yeah, they did. No, they all started small macaroni-based businesses. Macaroni-based? That's the whole city. Everywhere you go. Weird mac and cheese restaurants. And they just use the word weird because Austin used it first. Like, they don't even care. Pretty equally weird. One of them does it right. Can you imagine being a city, Portland, Oregon, and you're like, I think my identity will be trying to be weird, like a much weirder, cooler city, which is Austin. Mm Mm-hmm. Everything about us is being the JV of Austin. Yeah. Let's be like Austin, but with an aggressive amount of patchouli. Correct. Yeah. Hey, you know what's really cool, guys? Um, That soccer thing they're doing in Seattle. Let's do it like almost as good. Let's keep being number two to everything, including Sam Bowie. Free Damian Lillard. Please free Dame. Like... He's got to get out of there. Damie Dimes, get him out of there. Go anywhere else. Do you remember when Scottie Pippen went there and died? No. He died there. <laughs> no one else does either. <laughs> Theo Ratliff was like, I guess if I have to. I thought the Portland Trailblazers stopped playing after Drexler left. I believe they did. Okay. They definitely stopped being relevant. Portland is probably the worst city I've ever been to. There's a lot of bad ones. I talk about El Paso a lot because it's funny and it's local. Anyone who spent any significant amount of time in Portland was excited when that time was over. They said, I'm ready to go. Sam Bowie greater than Scottie Pippen from the Sports Animal Live chat. Maybe. Can't say that's not true. You know where they should put an NBA franchise? In, in Major League Baseball or NBA? NBA. Franchise. Okay, NBA. Where? Somewhere in the Carolinas. Carolina loves basketball. They have an NBA franchise. Where? Charlotte. Do they? Yes. Since when? They literally gave it to the greatest basketball Muggsy Bogues. All time. And he ruined it. LJ. Give him another one. Give him another chance. <sighs> Where are they going to build that Major League Baseball field? In that lake after it dries up? <laughs> That's Salt Lake. Hey, also, what if they change their name from Salt Lake City to Salt Crater City? I'm super into that. That's a cool name for a city. Eventually, they will. Eventually, you have to. Yeah, you have yeah. to. They're just all that. And also, why did they put so many boats in it? I'm not trying to be super critical of Salt Lake right now and their dumb infrastructure. That lake is not cool enough to boat in that regularly. There's a ton of boats in it, and it stinks. It smells really bad. Salt Lake smells terrible. If Salt Lake... Got an NBA franchise, excuse me, an MLB franchise? Yeah. That will be the first 31 athletes <laughs> to play professional sport in Salt Lake. In baseball, at least. That's a good one. Utah is not good at any sport. 
What about Salt Lake City? Is that a good name? That's not bad. Isn't that in a different state? <laughs> I think that's in Texas. I don't know. All I'm saying you is can't, you can't just say you want a baseball team. What beer sponsor does this Mormon baseball team end up with? Heineken Zero. Right? <laughs> the Wasatch Brewery. Salt Lake. Hey, Salt Lake's like, you know, so uh, what we were doing, <laughs> we were watching the World Cup, and we think Qatar's got it figured out as far as booze in their stadiums go. Mm-hmm. Let's do that. Mm-hmm. That's what they said. You can't have pork. You can't have soda pop. You can't have beer. What are you going to eat? You at this baseball talk, game. You can't have coffee in the morning. So what you're saying is, is two days before opening day, they're going to announce that there's no alcohol? Basically. Seems that, like the move. That's what Qatar did, right? Yeah. Also, to be the most profitable baseball team in all time, because somehow it'll be a write-off for the Mormon church. Zero taxes. Zero. That's how these guys do. All right. Friend of the show, Joel Webino. I mean, in NBA Jam world, he's on fire right now. The Batter Day Saints. That's brilliant. The Batter Day Saints. Cheers, homie. I do like that. It's good stuff. Also, are they going to uh, bicycle out onto the field? Or are they going to? That's a good one, too. Have mm-hmm. uniforms that look like they have a white sh- white button-up shirt and a tie. Oh, they all wear name tags there on the go. front, like little gold-plated name tags. You guys know what I'm talking about. Do they only have to wear their magical underwear in the state of Utah or on the road games, too? It becomes just like a giant, like, one sheet. Like, as you travel the world trying to convince people. you could, All right, because they have the money. They can make the best ballpark ever built. They can put it in front of the beautiful landscape of mountains that exist in the Salt Lake area. They can do all of this. And then they'll create some pamphlets, and they'll take it to countries that have never read, and they'll read it to them, and they'll say, look, this is what the not-Kennedy God gave us. This is what the Nauvoo, Missouri one did. Find other cities. Go to Vegas. I guess the Oakland's already going to Vegas, right? That one's off the list now. You put 10,000 more seats at Rio Grande Credit Union Field at Isotopes Park, a.k.a. the Lab. We're a better baseball destination oh, than Salt Lake City. 100% yes. Yes. 100%. Just need a few more seats. That's it. Oklahoma City is better. That's sad. There's... There's Did pe- you hear what you just said out yeah, loud? But it's factual. Oklahoma City is better than Salt Lake City. That's how bad Salt Lake City is. It's really bad. Oklahoma City at least puts fan- like. Have you seen their college fandom? Like, I was going to say Amarillo, but I couldn't take myself. No, seriously. don't come on, dude. Couldn't do it. Have a moment. Of, couldn't do it. Just bring a levity to this program. Couldn't do it. If Major League Baseball gets a new team, it will not be in Salt Lake. I promise you that. If they get four. At the same time, they got a chance. You know who's really getting one before them? Like, like no, no jokesies here. Vancouver, Washington could get one first. I mean, excuse me, Vancouver, Canada. They could get one. BC, 
Bring it back to Montreal, baby. Put one back in Montreal. Bring it back to Montreal. That would track. Let's go. If you wanted to go really to the Pacific, or excuse me, the Northeast, like, because you need something above Boston, obviously. Hartford. Probably sneak one in there. Portland. How about do how about the good Portland? Put one in Austin. Austin will support baseball. They kind of have a team. The Rangers, I guess. Eh. Austin and San Antonio are Astros fans, so never mind. Don't put it there. Let's you keep, can, let's keep our fandom. Here's but you're not wrong there. You could split the difference. What is it from San Antonio to Austin? An hour? You go thirty minutes between both. Just build a big old stadium. You're drawing. From what's the number? Eight million people. A lot of millions. That's your spot, and then you can have a baseball team called the Oilers, and that's cool. There was a lot of rumors that the Raiders originally were going to move to San Antonio. That was a big rumor for a while. That would make sense. Also, they move every couple of years, so they just would start rumors. I mean, I want more baseball. I don't know if there's enough talent pitching for more baseball to exist. Well, now that they change the rules every couple of years, you can just mold it to your game. Hey, also, international players now, there's not just like a couple of them that are good. Like, the world is better at baseball than the United States of America is at baseball. You throw you throw a little more money at it, you can pilfer some more guys from Japan and Korea. Oh, easily. In the Caribbean. Easily. Those leagues are catching up yeah. to us. How much yen so that we can win? That's what I would say. Smart. Tuning on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. It's like a cool song from the texture. Shout out to eighty ninety five. The players' wives section in Salt Lake City will be three times as large as any other stadium. It's very good. It's funny. It's funny. All right, boys. I got what I think is the story of the day. CJ Stroud's full name. Do you guys know what it is? Okay. So I love these. I love these segments. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's coming. Mm-hmm. This is like a surprise to me and everyone else Correct. out there who doesn't know what's going on. So I do. Let's go. Do you guys know C.J. Stroud's full name? I do not. Chris, do you know C.J. Stroud's full name? I do not. And keep in mind, I'm not making fun of his name. Okay. My name is not Fred Slow. I use Fred Slow as a trade name. That is my nickname. That is what so many people in my world call me. My legal name is Manfred. Manfred? Slow. Fitzgerald. That's not true. Slow. Named after Manfred Man and the Earth Band. Okay. Been over this a million times on the program. So I'm I'm speaking about this from a point of compassion and care and understanding. Okay. Because I am C.J. Stroud. Manfred is... Can I guess a few? Yes. Is it Chief Justice? Nope. Damn it. Chris? Cletus Jones. Not. Okay, you're leaning one way with that. That's what, what's that like? How about Calamity Jane? That's, it's also not it. No. 
Damn it. What'd you say, Chris? Christopher James. Did you say Cool Jams? Cool Jams. <laughs> Ladies love him. Ladies love him. Cracker Jack. It's not Cracker Jack. Damn it. Mm. Carl Carl's Jr. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. You would... Oh, man. Oh, please don't be this one. His family are real big fans. Is it Circle Jerk? Nope. Oh, oh. thank goodness. Yeah. I was worried about that one. Man. You ready? Crown Jewel. That's a good one. Okay. It's not that. Damn it. Yeah. Hmm. It's also not Colgate Gingivitis, which is actually a G. All right, here's what it is. Are you ready, boys? Captain Jack Sparrow Stroud. Captain Jack Sparrow. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on the edge of my seat, Fred. Excuse me, Manfred. Thank you. C.J. Stroud's legal name. Coleridge Bernard Stroud. Coleridge Jr. Coleridge Bernard Stroud the fourth. Where's the J? Where is the J? Where's the beef? Here's some other bits of information that might be relevant to you boys. His father, Coleridge Bernard III, currently serving 38-year sentence at Folsom State Prison. Oh, Made, obviously, CJ's childhood uh, difficult. Pretty impressive of what he's overcome in life. Did not talk to his dad throughout his teenage years, but the relationship has resumed since he got into Ohio State. Often talks to his dad on the phone after games. So that's nice. Okay. Coleridge did not have any silver spoon quarterback coach growing up. He just loved the game. Coleridge Bernard Stroud. And the reason I mentioned the father, because we're about to watch a bunch of draft day stuff. We're about to watch all of it. Oh, man. ESPN and NFL Network are going to have a field day with this. You're going to get slow pans of prisons. You're gonna get mm-hmm. you're gonna get uh, Johnny, Johnny Cash. Cash. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get the best media and marketing ever done to promote a thing. And we just went to the WrestleMania where they put images of Auschwitz on the. Where I'm not joking That's about. Not that. a joke. It's not they a apologize. joke. It actually happened. They did apologize. They apologized. And they took it out of the replays and reruns. But we were there in person and saw it. Yeah, yeah. We said, "Is that Auschwitz prison?" But this is going to be about the best promo you've ever seen from anyone. But where does the J come from? Where's the J? Oh, wait. Jorth. The Jorth? Yeah. Julius. Coleridge. Bernard Stroud. The Jorth. So I thought, boys, we'll revisit this one we revisit. Awesome. Awesome. Often. The best names in sports. Okay. Okay. I don't, this is... It doesn't make the list? It doesn't make any sense to me. (laughs) Where does the J come from? This is getting me angry. Help me with the J. Did Coleridge the third not know he was the third and he thought he was the first? So he assumed the fourth was the second, which would have made him a junior? This hurts my brain, Fred. There are three NFL stories every time there's an NFL story around the draft. There's three of them, right? And we're going to talk a little bit about um, Will Levis eating, like, unpeeled bananas 
which is a whole nother conversation. I love this so much. Yes. <laughs> love it so much. But what's our boy's name? The uh, smokes weed with the mask on? Jeremy Tunzel. Laramie? Laramie Tunzel. Chris, you love that dude. Because he smokes weed with a gas mask on? <laughs> yes. I mean, that's pretty amazing. That'd be more of an MC search thing. Yeah. What's MC? It's a gas face reference, old school hip hop reference. Digging deep for that one. We just had COVID. You couldn't have gone with a single COVID reference? No, no thanks. You know, COVID's over now. Yeah, I know. Biden told us like three months ago. I got an email from my university that I work for, New Mexico Holland University, and they said, we're going to lift the restrictions. And everyone looked around each other and goes, what restriction? What are you talking about? <laughs> we're having an 80s, 90 prom this weekend. They've been lifted. So you need you need a weird, like emotionally draining backstory of a family member. Mm-hmm. We just got it here. There's that one. We just got the Will Levis eats bananas with peels on story. Going oppo. That's. <laughs> but CJ Stroud will end up with a weird food story. That's how all these guys are. Did you know CJ Stroud starts every morning with a cup of coffee that he puts a dollop of mayo in? And you're like, that's also a oh. Will Levis story. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I think you made that up. That's not true. No, it's a Will Levis story. He is trolling the media, and I'm loving every second of it. This is the good Aaron Rodgers, what you're seeing. I, what I, Will Levis is doing I'm right falling now. falling in love with Will Levis. Sweet. He's flying up my draft board. Every bite of an unpeeled banana, Will Levis is taking another step up my draft board. Did you see where he ate? Did you watch the video of him eating the banana? Yes. It was a, did you watch this, Chris? I have not. It's, I a, heard of it. it's an old, spoily banana with brown spots. The kind of banana that when you look at it, you go, that banana's not for me. Hold on. Those are the good ones. Those are delicious. Oh, my. Hey, Will Levis does something weird, and all of a sudden, Van's a supporter of it. No one eats the brown. I don't eat the peel. The brown spotty banana. Those are the best ones. They're sweeter. Those are the ones that Mario throws out of his cart. Those oh, are the does. garbage ones. Everyone knows you keep those in the freezer, and you tell people you're going to make banana bread, and then you just throw them out six months later. That's a good answer. No, I, I eat them. There's a Not like solid brown. That's disgusting. But like the yellow bananas, that are, the one that he took a straight-up bite out of, on the inside of that, that is delicious. Half of that one. All right, this banana, the top half looks like, have you ever seen like um, uh, like a Jane Goodall documentary? And you know when she's holding like a chimpanzee's hand? Boy, have I ever. Yeah. First, I do love Jane Goodall. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to be that guy, but Sweet, bro. she was super important in my childhood for some reason. Revolutionary. Change the game. If she tried to feed this banana to a chimpanzee, they'd be like, no, that one is spoiled. No. Chimpanzees know that those are the good ones. They're sweeter. There's more sugar. He eats it banana and banana cover. There's no chaser. He's not drinking anything. This is like that weird guy at a party that would just bite into the beer can. Hey, Chris is correct. Mm -hmm. This is like the guy that tries to shotgun a beer can when no one else is doing it. Right. But without popping a hole in it with your key first. He doesn't break character. No. He stares deeply into the camera. He's Will Andy Kaufman Levis. Deadpan the whole time. He looks around the room where he's like, anyone else want some of this banana with a peel on it? It's it's rotten. The debate is not in between Bryce Young and CJ, is that your real name, Stroud, anymore. It's how many people are trading up to number one to take Will Levis now. 
Will Levis is like, you know what my you know what my favorite food is? My favorite food? Bubble gum I find underneath the tables. That's what Will Levis is like. When when Will Levis was a kid, he used to eat bubble gum and baseball cards together. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever tried harder to go undrafted than Will Levis he, right now. You are the, you're going the other way with this. This man is going to be an absolute hashtag menace in the NFL. You think he's going to be the toughest quarterback ever because he gets yeah. his fiber from banana peels? Yeah, and he puts mayonnaise in his coffee. There's a lot of red flags here. Yes, and they all appeal to me. Hey, you know what doesn't appeal? Will Levis when he has a banana. Nice. When we get back to the program. They messed around and did it. The Tampa Bay Rays are sitting at 11 and 0. Not to be 12. Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. D Sports Animal. For some reason. Oh. Back on the program. Joining us on the program, Aaron Burnett. Aaron, welcome to the program. Hey. 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 What are you guys talking about? What's the what's the subject today? The uh, earlier today we were talking about pro wrestling coming to the historic El Rey Theater. Let's go on that. Yes, yeah, baby. Yes. What's up with that? You pretty excited? I'm pretty excited. Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of slow going, you know. But I mean, once it hits, it's gonna be you know, it's like gonna be like a DDT, baby. It'll be a bit, all right. That's a good reference. Thank Jake, you. Jake the Snake Roberts reference yeah. right there. The El Rey Theater has been on fire lately. Mm-hmm. What's up? You, and you're packing it out on like Wednesdays and Thursdays and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's how we roll. That's how we roll. We've had a bunch of good stuff come through. A bunch of, uh, we had a good, couple of good metal shows. We've got a really, really cool show coming up on May 9th. We have Clutch playing, which will be a They're uh, fun. Dude. I have to look yeah. that up. Clutch is. Well, I'm gonna look, what are they, yeah. Drudge Metal? What is that one? It's kind of like Stoner Rock, maybe. I don't know. But they had, um, they had a song called Regulator that was actually used for a long time with The Walking Dead. The TV show. Okay, so that is why I know who this is. Yeah. Because it got, like, super hot. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, good for them. Yeah. Yeah, we have all kinds of good stuff. You know, um, Inside Out was just remodeled. We spent a bunch of dough remodeling Inside Out. Right. And that's done, and it's super nice. It's That's, like, the best downtown bar to go to besides Founders, I think. You know, just because of the vibe. It's like, when you walk in there, it almost kind of seems like you're in, like, a Chicago or New York patio bar on a roof or something. It's my favorite exposed brick wall in downtown Albuquerque. As far as Edison lights, I'm in. Yeah, yeah, about that life. But it's going to be good though. So we do. So we're we're shooting for May. That's when we're going to do May 25th. May, is going to be our first event. May 25th, which is a big mm-hmm. deal, and um, we're going to do this. This one's more of a, a proof of concept before we really get the ball rolling in the right way. But yeah. we think we're going to have hundreds of people in there. Oh yeah, and they're going to be enjoying like high action pro wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. At some point, I want to try to get the Iron Sheik to come down and maybe just hang out with us. The, I don't believe he's kind. No, he's not, but he's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> we should get whoever runs his Twitter to come. That might be an it's easier get. You don't think he... Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, it's his nephew runs his Twitter? Have you not seen the documentary? I Please send it to me. Oh, Whatever. my gosh. It is so good. He he actually was a crackhead, like, after pro wrestling. The nephew but, or the Iron no, Sheik? No, the Iron Sheik. Okay. He got addicted to crack Love and it. ended up cleaning Easy up. Easy to do. And got himself all, you know, put back together. And now, yeah. you know, but he's just like, I'm not sure how he's not canceled. I mean, like he cares. But, you know, the stuff that comes out of that guy's mouth is gold. Well, I mean, at WrestleMania 1 and that tag team against 
But it don't matter. We're going way back in time now. The point I'm trying to get to, anytime someone says the phrase to me, hey, have you seen the whatever? I immediately roll my eyes because I do not care. But the second it's a pro wrestling thing, I'm like, no, damn it. Like, I want to see that so bad yeah. now. Yeah, there's uh, there's that one. There's uh, the Jake the Snake one. Very good. Which is really good. Um, the way DDP kind of stepped in and helped him out. That dude's a mensch, man. Yeah, yeah. he's a hero. He's got to stop getting plastic surgery, though. DDP? Yeah. Nah. Come on, look at his face. Here's what I said. Dude, he looks like um he looks like Mickey he looks like a bad Mickey Rourke now. Like a, a bad <laughs> no, Mickey a Rourke? Bad Mickey no Rourke. Thing. Oh man. As it like so I Van, you know this. I don't know if you do, Aaron, but like I have had a lot of plastic surgery. And like I am a proponent. Like I, I physically you should uh try to match the way you feel about yourself. Oh. So there you go. That's what right. have you had done? The, uh, so this lower half of my face is fake. Yeah? Yeah. So this is all like plastic and like um Re, rebar augmentation. I don't know what word to use, <laughs> but yeah, no, I got it. Uh, yeah, years ago because I was uh, I had like a little Bart Simpson chin. I was like a little chinless. You like, seriously got a chin job? Yeah, it's yeah. All this is fake. Like, and don't let this man makeup beard fool you. Like, this is like surgically altered in a lot of Can ways. Can we see a photograph of you pre-surgery? Yeah, do you have a photograph pre-surgery? I mean, not. I could acquire one easily, okay. but yeah, but like little kid me. You don't that, carry one uh, around to remind yourself? I'd, I'd love to see that. No, what? Like a Polaroid of like, like Polaroid. chinless Freddy? You can take a, a picture. Freddy. You know, I, I've noticed something that uh, I think dudes with beards, we don't like the shape of our face. And Speak I, for yourself. I'm beautiful. I know that when I shave my beard, I don't like how I don't have a strong chin line. No, Joel's. You got Joel's. Yeah. And I, I need... I need that. Chi- I need that uh, John Cena chin. Oh, I just assumed you were handsome underneath that. I am handsome, but you know my wife thinks so. Oh, that's good. You know, if someone's going to believe you, it should be her. Yeah, that's true. Some might say you're past your heyday, but some are looking forward to this May Day, which is May twenty fifth, Thursday night yep. at the historic El Rey Theater. We're gonna we're gonna start pumping out a lot of stuff. People are gonna have an opportunity to come and hang out, and yeah. uh, the, the, I mean, this is the full fledged thing. This is as much effort as anything we've ever given, so it should go really well. Yeah. We're going to have a lot of entertainment, a lot of fun. Apparently, the Iron Sheik is coming unofficially. Unofficially. We're going to see if we can make that happen. <laughs> Chris, if the Iron Sheik comes and you put him on an episode of 10 Drink Minimum, will you survive the interview? Oh, absolutely. I'll get him to drink Malort, and then he'll scream out <laughs> lots of cuss words and call me a jabroni. Is, is Tyler in there? Ask Tyler to get some crack just in case he needs some more motivation. No, he's off that stuff now. For now? And how do you assume just because Tyler has long hair, he knows where to get crack? It's yes. very presumptuous. It's not just because of his hair. <laughs> it's not because no, of his hair, Buck. Where to get cracked. <laughs> he says, uh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I hate to be a hard maybe. Yeah. The uh, So we're talking a little bit about the uh, Tampa Bay Rays, Aaron, before you go on. And Undefeated, 11-0. Isn't that crazy? Who are so, up <clears throat> 3-1 right now. The most, uh, the most games won, is it 12 or 13 before having an L? So I think it's 13. It was the 87 Brewers got the 13 before catching an L or the 84 Braves. I don't remember which off the top of my head. It's one of those two. Okay. Yeah, I've been following that a little bit too. Crazy to me how teams are, – are they playing right now? Are they game? playing trash teams? or They're what up. Oh, they started off playing trash teams. Right, yes, but they're, still, there's a lot of parody in baseball. They're not playing trash teams. They just beat those teams so they don't look as good as what they actually are. No, they're, they beat the three worst teams in baseball. Okay. Mm. Oakland A's, who are like 
a triple or quadruple A team. Okay, I mean, the Nationals, who will be in last place, and the Tigers, who will be in last place. Still, that's not taking away from the streak. You still have to win the games. You only play who's on your schedule. And now I got to run down. Excuse me, I got to run downstairs. My wife's here with so me. You do your thing. Laptop. Okay, Aaron Burnett, everyone, miss you already. The thing to me, man, is when and, they and look and, and today they're doing it with a guy who's making his major league debut. They're yeah. winning with a guy who's never done this before. So crazy to me. It's insane. The first game they won, we were like, oh, that's fun. The second game, we were like, oh, that's funner. The third game, we were like, well, that's funny. The fourth game, we were like, this is funnier. We're at the 11th game. We're about to be at the 12th game. Is it currently the funniest that it could possibly be? I'm looking at this in awe. You could be a tenth of the way through the season. Legitimately, I'm looking at the record here, or the opportunity. They're owning Cy Young Award winner Chris Sale. They're doing it against everybody. It does not matter. What jersey is he wearing? My dude, Randy Arozarena. Another bomb. Hey, everyone's uh, dude. Another bomb. League MVP, Randy Arozarena? My third-round draft pick in my fantasy league, Randy Arozarena? Give me all the baseball stories. Is it crazy? Give me more. Give me more reasons to talk about baseball than just talking about baseball. Casual baseball fan, person who doesn't like baseball, usually like, shut up, Van. Shut up about baseball, Van. No, you have to talk about a potential twelve or more game winning streak from the text line, Sports Animal text line. They've hit twenty nine home runs, which I guess is now thirty if Rosarina hit one. Correct. And they've only surrendered four on the year. They better be 11-0. They've hit 30 home runs. They've given up 21 runs. They have nine more home runs than they have given up runs. Does the fan base still do that arm flap thing or no? Um, The angels in the outfield? Yeah, they kind of do like an angel in the outfield thing. A little bit. Are you at a point now? funny you said fan base. Yeah. That's adorable. They've been so good for so long, and they still don't have any fans. Do the three of us, me, you, and Chris Burnett, do we need to welcome our new aquatic overlords, or are we not formally doing that? Do we, like, do we accept them now as the overlords of baseball? First off, look what they did to Steve Irwin. You're talking, the rest of Major League Baseball's next. You're talking about stingrays. Correct. You're talking about how Steve Irwin, the crocodile hunter, got barbed through a rib uh-huh. by a stingray. Yeah. If they're going to do it to him... What do you think they're going to do to the to Chris Sale? I don't think we have to bow down to them till they move the team to Salt Lake City. It's an excellent point. It's a very good point. It's an excellent point. And all those kids in Boston go hungry today, and I don't know why I enjoy that. I just think that's nice. Because they only that get Tampa Bay hates kids. Oh, good. Allegedly. Australian adults. I'm looking at their, their roster. I know not a single player. Why would you? Right? You should know two. Okay. Randy or Rosarina. Yeah, and okay. Wander Franco. Nope. Those are household names. Not around the Burnett household. Well, aren't you a Pirates fan or something stupid? Cubs. Just as stupid. Shane McClanahan. You should know three names. Okay. Chris is like, it's not fair. My team has to play MLB teams. The Rays only <laughs> have to pay AAA teams. 
some weird too about Major League Baseball just giving up. Like, you're gonna tell me there's a what would it be an eighth of Major League Baseball teams are like we're not even gonna try to be competitive. Another eighth is like we're competitive adjacent. Another eighth is like it would be cool if we were in the mix. Another eighth is like we're here. That final, whatever that would be, the remainder. What's two eights? Speaking of Wander Franco, Wander Franco just hits a two-run double Eddie. to put him up five-one. I'm telling. Then Yandy you. Diaz hits a sacrifice fly. The Rays are up six-one. What inning? Chris Sale, twelve and zero. Bottom of the fourth, up six-one against a Cy Young Award winner. They're never going to lose mm. until they play the Astros. No, I had to sneak that one in, Albuquerque. Shane McClanahan was getting interviewed uh, after the game yesterday. This is real. And I don't know who this reporter is, Tomkin, but he says, obviously you aren't going to win 162. And Shane McClanahan interrupts him and goes, why not? Why not us? That's so cool. <laughs> Literally on the post game. Yeah, we'll just, why, not, why don't we just win all of them? That might be easiest. They'll be big favorites. It's going like when, into the playoffs. It's like when Happy Gilmore got the hole-in-one. He's all, that was easy. I'll just do that every time. <laughs> <laughs> no one happier in the world right now than Papa John's. Because every time the Rays score six, 60% off your pizza purchase. Like, there's something like that happening right now. Oh, yeah. What's Mattress Mac doing? <laughs> Not betting on Tampa. Should have been. What? 60% off your pizza at Papa John's. Every time the Tampa Bay Rays score six runs. That's Shaquille O'Neal? Of course that's Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> Who else would that be? Part owner of Papa John's, Shaquille O'Neal? Yes. Trying to come up with a Shaq ingredient joke here. <laughs> Sausage. Shaq sauce. I couldn't come up with one. Yeah. Yeah, I really tried. When I'm in Tampa Bay, they call me the big pepperoni. <laughs> oh, that's the one. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> He's so big that, like, a personal pan pizza is like an appetizer. Wouldn't it have been the big anchovy? That's good, too. That's very good. That would bring in a lot of dough. Yeah. Get out. Get out. (laughs) (laughs) Wrap up this hour. When we get back, a little bit of NFL talk. God, you're so cheesy. There's a lot of pizza puns. We could do this. We got to go to commercial. Today's I-9 Varsity, the I-9 Varsity of pizza puns. Boom. We'll do that at the as soon as we get back. I-9 Varsity of pizza puns as soon as we get back. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. All right, before we do today's I-9 Varsity, here's something I need you to know. Okay. <laughs> League Office 288 sports.com 505-312-4999. Today's I-9 Varsity, the I-9 Varsity of pizza puns. You want me to go first or you want to get a slice of the action? Go for it, brother. I know. We'll start this one out. You know why? It's the yeast I could do. I had one of those. Damn it. Let me scratch one. Okay. Okay. You can just look it up on like a website if you want to find a bunch of them. You just go to the domain 
You know, boys. <laughs> Miley Cyrus doesn't like ordering pizza. Yeah. She likes to make it from scratch. You know why? Why? She can grind her own flour. Very good. Thank you. Chris, you got one, you weird doe. I don't. I have none. <laughs> I, I, I blew my, my whole thing with uh, the big anchovy. So you're saying you had some jokes that were here today, but gone tomato? Yeah. <laughs> you know, Fred, when we, uh, before two men on, we we're just doing the Saturday program. Yeah. ABQ Central. Correct. I had to get a second job making pizza. Oh. I needed the dough. Ooh, pretty good. Yeah. You could say you went out there mm-hmm. and really cheese the day. Sure did. I'd like to point out that I adore this one, by the way. <laughs> oh. You don't think it was too cheesy? You guys are baking me crazy. If you didn't like this, you'd be lactose intolerant. That's a fact. That same job, I did a really big, uh, bad job baking the pizza. Yeah. So they just let me clean up. Oh. I was the head crustodian. You're a real pizza work. <laughs> I already used that one just now. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> Here's my problem. is over here trying to make jokes because I'm such a fun guy. Strong. Strong. Got a whole one on toppings here. From the texture. Uh-huh. Randy Mozzarella is killing it. <laughs> is killing it for Tampa Bay. Strong work, Craig. Strong work. This segment is history in the baking, boys. Mm-hmm. You ever burn your pineapple pizza, just make sure you use Aloha temperature. Very good. Excellent. You know what made this special, this uh, segment so special? What's that? This I-9 Varsity. Uh-huh. Our delivery. Excellent. Mm-hmm. If we'd have done poorly at it, it would have been absolute encrustness. <laughs> Passable. Okay. Thank Passable. You. If, that, if that joke would have missed, would you have been like, another one bites the crust? I would have. Thank you. <laughs> Tyler, you got any? And I crusted you to have a joke here. Encrusted him? Mm-hmm. If you like the I-9 Varsity, it's just a slice of what we do here. That's very good. Mm-hmm. This was a very slice last hour. Whenever we get back, lots of NFL talk, including the Carolina Panthers changing their leadership. I'm going to tell you if that's a good or bad idea. Tyler, what's that smell coming from the studio? Yeah, what's that smell, Tyler? You guys on that marinara in there? <laughs> If our rejoin music isn't Vanilla Ice Slice Slice Baby, I'm going to be very upset. Tune on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Now betting for the Sports Animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle. Robert, Robert Buck, Buck D. Gibson. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow.
I don't think we've ever gotten this far in this intro. Tyler, bring it back up. That got funky. Tyler, what is this? I just rolled down both windows in my DeLorean, but they're only halfway windows because you know how DeLoreans are. And I feel like right now I'm like the coolest dude in 1988. Which Guy Ritchie movie is this the intro to? Excellent. Excellent. I can't remember which one. Yeah. Is it the one where the British guy steals the thing and then the Indian guy has to steal it back from him? That's every, uh, that's all of them. Oh. Yeah. Baby driver, I think you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, adult drivers. Let's be safe. Oh, this song has everything. A little bit of everything. If you're it, right. If there was like a, if it had a big drop, this would be like in every German nightclub. Right. Oh, oh there right he could have been right there. Oh, that's where David Hasselhoff comes yeah. in. Like auto tune David Hasselhoff. Yeah. Guten funnin, guten funnin, guten funnin, guten funnin. I don't know if I want to surf, bike, run. What do I want to do to this? Fight. I want to fight. fight. Like all of it. Yeah. Yeah. I want to start writing my name Fred, but the middle line on F, I'm going to draw a little fist. <laughs> this is the, the contemplative Jason Statham. Uh, scene on top of this. He didn't know what was about to happen next. He's like describing a fight he just had while he was in a prison. <laughs> and then it's replaying as he's describing it out loud. You know what? I decided what I want to do to this. It's ketamine. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. okay. Yeah. Got real interesting. <laughs> Got some shady business partners. There we go. Panthers vice president of football operations, Steve Drummond, has resigned boys interesting interesting hmm interesting quote with the changes this offseason this seemed like a good time to transition into other interests i've enjoyed my time with the panthers none of this is true (laughs) you don't leave that job and appreciate the opportunities they gave me i will continue to root for their success will you you will actively hate them he was the highest-ranking black official in the Panthers' front office. He's the latest exec to leave the Panthers or Tepper Sports following Nick Kelly and Torn Glick. Tom Glick, excuse me. Drummond joined the team in 05. He was on the search committee that brought in Matt Rule. but was not part of the search for Rule's successor. He's not been seen this offseason at public events. He's basically been gone including the introductory press conference for Frank Reich. The Panthers refused to comment. Okay, what's up? He wanted to draft Will Levis, just like me. He's a brown-spotted banana guy, just like me. Or is And the, we're publicly being ostracized right now. It's not Will Levis, though, but is it the cat from Texas, Richardson? Is it something like that where they thought they had all that success for all those years with their running back and run DMC, and he has seen it so many times with a new quarterback that he knows there's no reason to start that thing over? Is it something like that? Are they going to do something weird, and he don't want to be a part of the organization that did something weird? On Put it on his resume? Instead of taking Bryce Young, it which is lit- what they should do? literally has to be something like that. 
either he's the one that wants to do the weird thing or the Panthers are about to do oh, the weird that's thing. A good point. I didn't even think about it like that. I thought it was yeah. just the Panthers about to do the weird thing, but you're right. It could be either way. Yeah, shut up about Hendon Hooker. Who? That's the fifth quarterback taken. Okay. Yeah, the guy from Tennessee. Like, shut up about Hendon Hooker. What's his middle name? Is it? Is not it doing this? I'm not doing this. Is it Henry? Because <laughs> if there's a guy in the Jay. if there's a guy in the NFL named Triple H, I'm now a big fan of this guy. He's pretty good. Give the kid a shot. Is it if his middle name is Hunter? Hurst or Helmsley, I'm gonna be very happy. Maybe they just maybe the Panthers organization realized a common truth that there aren't thirty two vice presidents of football operations better than Cam Newton. Is Cam Newton a vice president of something now He's with about, the Panthers? About to be. He is about to be. Dog, I didn't even make that jump. That's so brilliant. So they draft Anthony Richardson. Is he the vice president of Drip? Cam Newton will be the vice president of, of, Drip. of whatever this guy was. Say Drip. And also quarterback Drip transitions. Drip. Also Drip. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's super drippy. Sweet dreadlocks. Cool hat, bro. I know, but I don't want to cover up my dreadlocks. What should I do? Okay. Hear me out. Cut a hole in the top of it. Put your dreadlocks through it. It won't look stupid at all. Yeah. These are left-handed scissors. <laughs> That's a very good reference. Uh-huh. Cam Newton looks like whenever Sideshow Bob used to try to hide in a crowd so he can ambush Bart Simpson, but his hair, like he can only hide behind like a pint, like a like a palm tree because of the hair. That's what Cam Newton looks like. So who's going to take this guy's place? The Speaker of the House of Football Operations. That's a good one. Thank you. (laughs) (sighs) The Vice President of Football Operations doesn't just walk away right before the draft or the first round draft pick. Is there something going behind the scenes? There's a bigger story. So, yes, there's obviously a bigger story. Yes. Friend of the show. He stuck his neck out just like I have on this program and said, you better not draft a 5'10", 185-pound child to be your NFL quarterback. Bryce Young is a bad pick. I said it. I said what I said. I will stick with it. Some weird stuff's going to Yes. Out. Some super weird stuff. From the prognosticator that brought you Josh Allen. From the prognosticator that brought you Jalen Hurts. From the prognosticator who's just grasping at straws, hoping that Justin Fields is as good that he says he was. Bryce Young is going to be a bust. Where is your Baker Mayfield jersey currently? Which team? In Tampa. <laughs> I'm waiting for it to get cheaper at eBay. Oklahoma Sooners one would be cool. Where that? You kind of peaked then. They don't have no names on those, do they? I don't remember. Yeah, they do. I'm thinking Sooners. Alabama. Yeah, Alabama doesn't. Sooner do. On the back, though. I don't care about the front. There's a Sooner on it, which is stupid. Urs. Jerseys with names on the front, or st- like football ones, those are stupid. I want only numbers. I prefer the or laters. What? The evil twin of the Oklahoma Sooners. The laters. The or laters. This is as disappointing. <laughs> 
as I've ever been about a pun. <laughs> Bryce Young's going to be a bust. Why is he not putting out cool internet content like Will Levis? Like, why does he not have those people in his world that are like, hey, you need to be doing some cool stuff? State Farm pays him not to, I think. It's kind of like that, right? Sure. You have to figure it out, though. Like, it's not what it's been traditionally. It's get ahead of the thing. And the thing right now is Will Levis. Will Levis. So into him. He kind of looks like Tyler if Tyler had his life together and a decent haircut. Bro, I am literally watching the banana video as well. <laughs> no joke. How many times have you spun it so far? It's blowing my mind. I've watched it probably this a dozen crazy. times in a row, a dozen times today. I can't handle this. Is it actually a banana with brown spots or is, is it, it like one of those like like TikTok things where it's a cake and it looks like a banana and this is all actually fine? It, it's a it's That's a, a real banana. banana. That's a banana. Are you are we sure it's not marzipan? It's a banana. Uh, you know what's crazy, too, is I'm finding out he puts mayonnaise in his coffee. Boom. He was not, Tyler was not listening to the show. No, he was dialed out. He, he zoned know. out. Yeah. Not at all. Not $12 at all. an hour. No, I'm so behind. <laughs> but are you guys, why are we not still talking about this? <laughs> Tyler, you know how many times I'm going to watch that video later? How many times? A bunch. <laughs> the, beginning <of> that, <laughs> Yo. the beginning of that bruised banana video is too sexual. Like it, I don't, a little bit. We didn't really bring that up on air. Sure. Why isn't he wearing a shirt? And I'm not trying to be that guy right now, but I am pro shirts. If given the option of being on camera. Let's be real here, Fred. Wear a shirt. If you're going to make a video where you stare deeply into your smartphone Dog. and bite an unpeeled banana, do it shirtless. Man, if I look like Will Levis, you are not putting a shirt on me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Excellent point. Yeah, he is a good-looking dude. Yeah. yeah. It's that time of season, too. Mm-hmm. Pop that top off, baby Bubba. And what? Just just slam glizzies down your gullet? <laughs> I can't wait till eight. Gargle glizzies <laughs> down your gullet? Game day. For my next trick. <laughs> Watch me make a pencil disappear. <laughs> so stupid. All right, the sports animal text line is going dumb crazy right now. The amount of people that care about the dumbest parts of sports are my favorite people. They're, they're all friends of the show. <laughs> little mental health talk whenever we get back? Please do. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The- little quick hitter pro wrestling segment. Chris, if you want to jump in, jump in. So today is the 34-year anniversary of Rey Mysterio's debut in professional wrestling. Um, Rey Mysterio recently inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. We're he, there. Yeah, he, yeah, he was there. We were there. Yeah. He's uh, arguably in the history of the sport one of the most influential ever and probably the most influential Mexican wrestler, luchador of all time. I don't think there's any argument. I don't either. So knowing that there'd be a conversation. And again, I know nothing. So there's that. <laughs> That's a good point. I'm the, not the best WWE historian. So knowing that today would be a point of conversation amongst uh, wrestling fans about he, he went on Logan Paul's impulsive YouTube channel. Are you guys familiar with this? I no, am. I'm not. I am actually. A, it's a huge I, deal. I, I know it exists. It's a huge deal. And he said um, this. He said, quote, So during my big run in WWE, after so many surgeries, I got hooked on painkillers for a very long time. My wife caught me one time. We were on vacation. She saw I was just out of it completely. She gave me an ultimatum. She goes, quote, so when we get back home, you can either take your pills or you can take your family. You choose. 
Then Rey Mysterio went to his boss and said, I need to check myself into rehab. I need some time off. I need help. The WWE was in support of he. And how apropos, I believe it is, that on a day whenever he knew he would be celebrated by at least the fan base, that he was able to spread a positive message about mental health and a positive message about self-care. And also, by the way, WWE doesn't test for weed anymore, which I'm a big fan of. Again, I don't smoke weed. I'm not like a, I, I don't do marijuanas, but I recognize the benefits that exist in it. Yeah, we can tell by the way you said that, but, right? That's, that's what I thought. Anyways, Chris, you've been a big fan of pro wrestling for a long time. This is not the culture or communication that comes out of this world often. No, not at all. I mean, you have this is a um, it's hard to call it a sport. It's sports entertainment, sure. choreographed entertainment, but all of the bumps are real. Um, there's a lot, you know, I mean, you, dating back to Chris Benoit, even farther back, I mean, injuries are a major part. Mm-hmm. And the big thing about um, pro wrestling, WWE, AEW, whatever you want to say, the culture's always been you're going to get hurt, but do you want to get paid? Right. So then keep on wrestling, even if you're hurt. Uh, if you get hurt in a match, finish the match. Well, and I'm so incredibly pro-labor. Yeah. For the longest time, wrestling didn't have that. They didn't have a union. They still don't. They didn't have guaranteed opportunity. We talk about this a lot with like football and baseball and the NBA and all these other things where it's like these guys get paid. It's performance-based in pro wrestling. It's You get paid for your appearances. You get paid for your number of episodes. If you can't make an appearance or an episode, you don't get paid. It's a different world. And for and by the way, we're talking 34 years, boys. 34 years, 1989? Oh, wow. That's a long time. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. The year Taylor Swift was born? We're talking about a length of time that is so impressive. That era of people, this is real. You have to go all the way. You can only, you have to. You can only go back to 2012, mm-hmm. watching Royal Rumbles, before there's before it stops, where there's somebody in that Royal Rumble who is dead. That's 10 years. All these guys die. He said, hey, everyone, it's okay to not be okay. And I'm in. Van, I know you live in this world of mental health, and this is a big deal. I mean, it's a big deal not only for men, not only for athletes, but, I mean, people of color, people in underserved communities, yeah. to have somebody as famous as Rey Mysterio, as a big of, you know, an allure as Ray Mysterio come out and say that he did have problems and he did seek help, that opens up a whole other world for other people. Not only for men, not only for athletes, not only for people of stature, but look, we all know, I mean, you've been in Albuquerque six years. Sure. You know, me and Chris have been here way longer. We know about the the Mexican and Latin American machismo culture. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing wrong. We'll just fix it. We just suck it down. Right. The men are always right. Provide like, and protect. I, I would be a strong man. Yeah. And it's so hard to ask for help. And it's so hard to, like, I mean, you, you're mentioning this today about Rey Mysterio, but it's perfectly timed because Giannis Antetokounmpo literally today mm-hmm. said after the 2020 season, he had a legit conversation with the Milwaukee Bucks about retiring. He was so stressed out. He was so anxious. His mental health was so poor, wasn't sleeping, uh, ruining relationships with his right. friends and family that he was going to retire one of the top five in the world to do it was going to retire because well, he couldn't handle it anymore that relationship aspect you're talking about too is real interesting specifically to this Ray Mysterio story because his wife said right and in that machismo in that uh, we are a resistant to the idea that we can be flawed or harmed anyway sure. how strong of a relationship and how important it is to have strong interpersonal relationships not just from your partner but from your people. Like you like you three guys are my people. 
Like, when, if you guys need put in check, I got you. I promise. If I need put in check, I know you guys will. And to have those relationships, Tyler, I don't trust you. It's okay. I do need to talk to you guys about my mental health a little <laughs> later though, when you guys get a minute. But it's a, it's a real thing, right, to be able to establish and have and then sustain and build off of really important interpersonal relationships. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying go to your wife or go to your brother or go to your best friend if you have a mental health issue or a drug issue or an addiction because nobody wants to get addicted. No one is like, I think I'll get addicted to something that will ruin my life. Go see a professional on that stuff. Please go see a professional. That is step one. Number admitting, one. That, admitting that you're having a problem is step one. And it's a long road. It's a long process. You can't just snap your fingers. I know we oversimplified the, simplified the situation with him and his family. Right. But a majority of situations with addicts and people who have mental health issues, ultimatums do not work. No, correct. You don't say it's me or the, me or the drug. It's me or the bottle. It's me or sex addiction or whatever it is. Right. It's you need to seek help. We will be here for you. It's never one or the other because that rarely works. And I'm sure for the sake of telling the story, Ray Mysterio oversimplified it as well. Correct. But having a family that is there for you, having that support network is absolutely huge. That support network, is what it does is it builds awareness around you. Like to have a core group of people, whatever that number is in your head, like for all the friends of the show, if hey, maybe if you are of machizo energy maybe you have a larger family than i have like traditionally that's kind of stands true be able to have people that don't just know you well enough but have the confidence to talk to you about how well they know you build maintain and utilize those relationships when you can i mean Seek one, professional help one of the things that i i heard from somebody one time they're like just because someone is 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 your family or blood doesn't mean they're not toxic there's that too and you have to recognize that and like ray mysterio grew up in this culture of wrestling i mean everyone he knows was wrestling Families of wrestling, the Guerreros, Eddie Guerrero, I believe, passed away from painkillers. Uh, enlarged heart. He had a right. heart attack. But right. it would not be hard to make right. a connection. Right. And uh, so, I mean, the fact that it took, you know, someone in his support to say, look, you know, this or that, here's the ultimatum. You want to do that? Then see you later. That's a big deal. And I think that that was probably a big, you know, that put a mirror right up to his face. You know, I, it, it had to be pretty rough, pretty harsh, but. I'm glad they did it, you know. Opiates are crazy, too. Like, you, the three of us are not expert enough to say this, but I know, like, I've drank a lot in my life. Uh, if I don't have another drink ever, I'll be fine. Yeah. I know, like, a percentage of people on this program right now have enjoyed a lot of marijuana in their life. You guys would all survive without marijuana again. I promise you this. I say a lot of marijuana before this show. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but opiate addiction is, like, a different level of thing. Your body creates a literal need for it. Like you physically cannot fight that urge because your your stuff starts to shut down. It starts to mess up. It's crazy. When I did that disc in my back, um, Vicodin pain pills. You guys ever had these Vicodin pain pills? Oh, yeah. yeah. You ever mix them with a Bud Light Lime? Oh, no. Because your boy has. It works. Yeah, it works. It works very well. You know what stops working? Your plumbing. Your plumbing stops working when you take Vicodin pain pills. And you don't care. Your body yearns for it so much. I was there. Your body yearns for it so much. You're like, yeah, it's fine that I can't properly stool. What? That's addiction. I mean, your brain is going to choose one over the other. Yeah. Your brain cares very little of your regularity when you have no pain. Your brain and body will choose no pain every time. 
and, and not to downplay drinking and alcoholism either because these same effects can't You're happen correct. from alcohol. You're very correct. The kind of hard drinking that me and you do, Fred, I'm assuming you get there too, Chris, that's not pure body-dependent alcoholism. There are stages way above You're correct. what we do. Like Delirium tremens is a very real thing. So it's not just the hard pills, the hard drugs. It can happen from, I mean, even marijuana can be, your, your body can be addicted to it in a way that resembles extreme alcoholism or opiate dependence, et cetera, et cetera. Obviously, it's not as hard on your body. That's for another story and it's someone with a you know, higher degree and uh, level of uh, expertise than me. But anything, gentlemen out there, if you know somebody struggling, reach out, ask questions. If you yourself are struggling, take that first step. If somebody like Ray Mysterio can do it, if somebody like Giannis Antetokounmpo right. can do it, so can you. The resources are there. Also, the 34 years. Hey, the boys are here. The duh. 505-246-0610. At TalkABQ on Insta. We know. Reach out. If you know us personally already, reach out. We're here. There's a lot of, like, resources, too. Like, there's a we will help you put the oh, resources. Yeah. I did. I did. I was in that career field for a long time, but I am no way an expert, and you should no way lean on me for my expertise. But I will help. I will put you in touch with actual experts. You know what you and I and Chris and Tyler can do though for a friend of the show who feels like they have to detox or figure out a dependency issue or whatever. We'll be your biggest freaking cheerleaders. Sure, all time. Oh yeah, all, day all long, time. Man. All day. Yep. You don't think I will? Try me. No, I think you will. Let me prove it. Let me prove it, friend of the show. You double dare me. That's a crazy one, too, because, you know, often our conversations with the friend of the show, they're very one-sided. They're the three or four of us talking to you, friend of the show. Talk to us. We will talk right back. You want to go to WWE with us this weekend at the Rio Rancho Event Center? We will take you. Sure. It's that easy. Already taking a, a gaggle of friends of the show already. 505-246-0610. Say, I want to go. You want to have a sober night? I'll hang out. I'll have a sober night with you. Let's do it. I don't mind. I like that stuff. Now, if I have to hang out with Tyler, I'm going to need a few drinks. Mm. It's just, you guys know how that is. Look, so I, take, I, do, I would like to backtrack to something. I take issue with the fact that Fred said that he does not trust me. I do take issue. <laughs> okay. I, mean, I just heard take that. issue with this, and I, and I think there's something that we can do about this. So this is what I'm going to do. Fred, oh. I'm going to give you back your wallet, and then, <laughs> and then we're going to have a long discussion about trusting each other. That's what we're going to do. Tyler Lovely and what he bought on my burner card whenever we get back. <laughs> Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. All right, Van, I found one story that supports your theory that athletes aren't in it for the money. Ooh. Joel Embiid says it's quote-unquote BS, but that's not what he said, on players claiming they don't care about the MVP. Quote, one thing I'll say is that if people tell you they don't care about it, they're lying. That's the best award you can get in basketball. If I were to win it, it would validate all the work that I've put in. And I'm going to tell you this. He is the absolute minority on this. No one cares about awards. And they only care about bank balances. Period. You've been wrong about this the whole time. Because you try to say it's 100% of people, and I will gladly tell you there are tons and tons of love of the game dudes in every sport who just want to hoist a trophy 
whether it's an individual trophy like the MVP or a team trophy like the championship trophy. There are tons of people who played this game, whatever game it may be, since they were children. And that's their whole goal is with a group of their best friends and teammates come together, play better than the other team, and win a trophy. It's more valuable than money. That is not the majority. Weird to me how Joel Embiid, who's always going to be on the outside looking in at this MVP thing, is saying this. He's never going to be in the mix. No. He's not better than Jokic? He's winning this year. Embiid? Yeah, he's winning the MVP. Nah. Jokic will get He's going to edge out Jokic for the MVP. No. Because you know, you know how sports writers are about MVP. If Jokic wins three in a row, which he should, he's got the best per. Statistically, he's the best player in the NBA. Sports writers will not allow him to be in the same echelon as Kareem and Wilt and Jordan and Bird. Do you think Embiid's just trying to get MVP points by saying this? Yeah. You think this is just a publicity snack? Oh, absolutely. Why not? I mean, it's kind of been an issue the whole season, right? That's been kind of a controversy the whole season. Not to me. No. Because he's not Jokic and he's not Gianna. He's not um, Giannis. Thank you. He's always going to be the guy that's just not quite good enough. Like when Ewing was around. Oh, Ewing, yeah. Ewing never got to be the number one guy. Perfect. perfect there are yep. so many other decades he could have played in where he, he'd have been the number one guy. Yeah. But Mike was there. Hakeem was there. I mean, all the way back to college. All, literally all the way back, all the way back to, college. to college. He was right there. I mean, in the mix. Joel Embiid deserves it. He's leading the league in scoring, and he's number two in per. Jokic has had the last two. Give it to Embiid. I think it's completely reasonable. And I think that he's the, the betting favorite. All year he said he didn't care. He said he was just there to play basketball. So is he calling BS on his own stuff? Is that what this move is? Is he trying to apologize and save face? This is the like when they interview you after the game. You're like, hey, I just want to do what's best for the team. You know, I, I just want to do what's best for you know the the city. That's what this is. This is him. You know, trying to if he doesn't if he doesn't win it, then he doesn't look bad because he wasn't like going for it. Well, that's a really good point. Here's a quote from earlier in the season. Quote: If it happens, great. If it doesn't, I don't know what I have to do. I feel like they'll hate me. I feel they'll <laughs> excuse me. I feel like the standard for guys in Philly, or for me, is different than everyone else. (sighs) Don't make yourself the victim. Don't make yourself the martyr. I think I'm I'm really oppo Embiid right now. Vegas, Embiid surpassed Jokic just a week ago. Embiid's the favorite. Jokic is second. Giannis is third. Jason Tatum is fourth, but he's way back. Which player is uh, carrying his team more? That's the question. Mm. Pretty equal in between Embiid and Jokic. Yeah, yeah hard to say. I those, mean, I mean, those big three. I mean, Embiid's got to play in Philly. Yeah, that's a tough gig right there. Sure, always. Since Allen Iverson, since Allen Iverson, I mean, who who from Philly? Here's my vibe on it. I feel like he's not saying the MVP matters. I feel like he's saying, I didn't do enough on the court, so I'm going to try to say as much as I can now to get some clout. I don't think he gets it. Good season. He'll have a lot of good seasons. He will never have the best one. He's going to win it this year. Perennially the third best guy. He's going to win it this year, 
over Jokic by a hair because sports writers don't want to give it to Jokic because it's going to be three in a row. Is Mark they, it. Cut that. I mean, that's that's a good point because, like, after a while, they stopped giving it to LeBron. They were just like, oh, he's gotten it a couple times. There's only four dudes. Am I wrong? Jordan, Bird, Wilt, and Kareem? Back to back to back? Yeah. Strong, maybe? Strong, maybe? I think Curry's got it a couple times. Yeah, not back to back to back. One back to back. NBA MVP. Bill Russell, too. Oh, that's an obvious one. We should have got that. Oh, yeah. NBA MVP is the best regular season award of all the sports. I don't feel like you can say otherwise. It's more important than baseball. It's definitely more. My bad. Jordan never did it. Russell, Chamberlain, Bird. That's it. Oh, there you go. Jokic. Jokic would be the fourth. Before we go to break, friend of the show, Orlando. Orlando, welcome to the Sports Animal Hotline. How are you, brother? What's going on, fellas? Yo, yo, yo. It's been a minute. Well, you've been busy. You've got some stuff going on. So. Yeah, you guys are busy as all get out. <laughs> but uh, anyway, NBA, first and foremost, Laker game last night, horrible. I heard part of your guys' conversation earlier. What a horrible game. I'm a big Laker fan. I've been in sorrow for many years, and that was just a horrible game last night. What the hell was Anthony Davis doing? Attacking a three-point shooter with no time left. Looking and acting like anyway. a fool. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they should have lost. But anyway, they're still alive. LeBron for being 38 and what he did, got to give him credit. Although Lakers are maybe an average team. And as far as the uh, um, MVP, I think Jokic's got it overall. He's just done consistently. You know, it's it's a regular season award, and he's just done more than Embiid has. You know, Embiid has been. Wishy-washy here and there, but it is close. It is close. Closer than it's been the last two years. I agree with that. Yeah. Do you think your so, hey? Do you think your Lakers are going to backdoor in the next three or four series, or no? No, they will probably lose tomorrow night. I think they play tomorrow night. Sunday. That's how much I'm thinking. Sunday. Sunday. Sorry, I, I saw something on Friday. That's right. They uh, need a good game, better than they. Oh God. Anyway. Then it went late. I mean, when you're 61 years old like me, you know, 10 o'clock rolls around and that's, uh, you know, bedtime. But uh, on the last note, gentlemen, you guys, uh, uh, nice topic on the mental health thing, real thing. I'm a recently retired uh, medic, Navy and Air Force. Welcome to retirement. I've been diagnosed with PTSD. Actually, listening to you guys is part of my therapy. There we <laughs> go. You guys are so crazy. <laughs> don't, tell, don't tell an actual therapist that. Had me have a PTSD flashback earlier because I think Van mentioned something about the Saturday thing where I first got introduced to you guys. Just as a quick reminder, driving to Portales to see my son who graduated, now graduated from Easter. Yep. Oh, yeah, congrats, Dad. Uh, no Greyhounds. And I would call you guys because, you know, it's a long, lonely road down sure. there. And, you know, talk crap and mention the whole RV thing. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, those are the good old days, man. Saturdays, early, driving to Portales, listening to these two new characters, Fred and Van, you know. And then now you guys are so busy I, and my schedule, I don't get to listen to you guys. But anyway, 
that you guys uh, are definitely therapy for my PTSD, and thank you for the flashback today. Love that. <laughs> Orlando, I'll show you, I'm going to cut you loose, but I'm going to show you a text. If you want to come hang out at WWE with us, you know you're in. Uh, you the man. All right, you brother. are the man. Be good. You guys have a good one. I know you're break. limited on time. we got to so. grab a break. Always the... a pleasure. Always yes, sir. a pleasure. Enjoy that sauce. Take care. Thanks, Orlando. Arby sauce, that was. I guess whenever I said sauce, we were just talking about drinking. I should have been specific. Oh. Yep. Arby sauce. Ah. It's a Worcestershire sauce. Oh, you're talking Worcester? You're talking Worcestershire sauce? Embiid finishes second again. That's the final. I agree. Just accepted, man. We'll see. You know how sports writers are. They're frugal. They don't want Jokic to be among the legends. So Embiid gets it. Throw a monkey wrench. Stick with us. Stick it up. I just choked on my own self. Stick with us to the end of the program whenever we get back. Tubin on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Give me an update on the Rays, man. They are good. So the- oh, the game? The game. Well... You're saying there's a chance. Bottom of the seventh. Okay. The game is now seven to eight. No, it is not. Wow. Craig's Boston Red Sox. On that comeback. My stepbrother Andy's Boston Red Sox. Stop saying people's names and then the Boston Red Sox. And then no one's Tampa Bay Rays. Oh, there we go. They're battling with a one-run difference. Bottom of the seventh. The undefeated Tampa Bay Rays up by one. Nursing a one runny. We did not talk about it. I saved it for the very last segment. The Atlanta Hawks dominate the Miami Heat. We both had this wrong. We thought our father, Jimmy Butler. Same. Was going to make this one happen. I didn't think. I thought it was going to be a blowout. Tyler Hero, 26 points. Kyle Lowry at 33. My father, Jimmy Butler, only had 21, 0 for 1 from the 3. Did go to the line a lot. He's kind of a guy who attacks the basket. <sighs> Good for the Hawks, huh? This guy plays point guard. What's his name? Trey Young. Trey Young. I was trying to think of it. 25. Dang. <laughs> like, there's a different thing here, man. There's a different thing in the East. Because all I want is for the best players to be featured at the very end. That's like the thing I want. And Jimmy Butler, he wanted the best 10, yeah. 10 easily. And he never, I don't think he ever has been close, has he? In the bubble. In the bubble. Bubble year. Oh, that's right. Trey Young's a dude. Oh, man, he's He's great. fun to watch. Great. He ain't, though. There's an easily noticeable secret to the Hawks' win. Both offenses and defenses played well. It's an evenly matched game. The Atlanta Hawks had 24 more rebounds. 24 more rebounds than the Heat. 24 more second chances. The Raptors and Bulls are playing right now. The winner of that game will face the Heat in Miami on Friday. 
Well, the loser of that game then will be out of the Eastern Conference. One more chance for Jimmy Butler. I guess the Heat are better than both the Raptors and the Bulls, but I thought they were better than the Hawks too. So I, I, knew. I can't bet against the Heat. Like I'm going for the Raptors in this game. New Mexico State's Pascal Siakam. But I don't see them beating the Heat. Jimmy Butler losing? Jimmy Butler losing two do-or-die games in a row? No. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? LeBron, you a poser. (laughs) Like he poses on posters when he's dunking on dudes? Because Jimmy Butler is your father. Look, I'm going to just say that Heat is not losing. They are way too close to Boca Raton. (laughs) There we go. Boca boys, let's go. They they just got the Tyler rub. Correct. Chris Burnett, program's wrapping up. Uh, Man, I'm excited about the wrestling. Check out my podcast this weekend at uh, Echoes Brewery. We're going to do a Burt's retrospective, 10 drink minimum. Ooh, I was a big Burt's dude. Yeah, not so bad. Oh, not so bad. Tyler? Uh, I'm going to be at Rebel Entertainment Center. Come laugh at my jokes tonight. All right. should be pretty good even. Van, final words? Too much for the time allotted, my friend. But anything we didn't cover, which is ample, Yeah. check out tomorrow morning on the opening drive with Jeff, JJ, and A. Marie. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke.